This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. We are coming from Pluto TV. Uh, I'm here with UFC star Vince Pichel, my man. Don't forget my name. No, no, no. I was like, <laughs> to me, you're a star. I, like, to me, oh, to thanks, anyone buddy. who knows you, you're a star. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, 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 your record is what, 10 and 1? 10 and 1, 8 knockouts. 10 and 1, 8. I mean, if you, if you were from Ireland, you'd be like the second biggest fighter in Ireland right now. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd, be, I'd be their second fighter. Yeah. And, 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 and America, you're, you're uh, laying construction. But oh, in, in Ireland, you'd be fucking, you'd be on every poster. <laughs> uh, we also got Andrew Montana, former Strike Force fighter, former. Uh, Holler, Strike Force, never die. Yes. <laughs> For life. Strike Force. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, DM Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Academy, the perfect place to start or continue your BJJ journey. Classes for kids and adults. Uh, also, take I know, I know a lot of parents that take their kids to class and do classes with their kids, which is pretty damn cool. Um, expert, expert instruction by world champion Demetrius Mavraganis and his team of first-class instructors will help you get in shape or ready for your next competition. I know I need to get back in shape. I've been like super. I've been uh, comfort eating uh, in the last couple of weeks, and I'll it's tell you, post wedding season, bro. No, it's it's uh, it's a <laughs> funeral season, and um, yeah, and if you it. want group classes or private instruction, call them today at 310-800-5878. or if you're near Lakewood, Long Beach, visit them at five five four three Woodruff at Woodruff Avenue, Lakewood, California, or go to dmbjj.com. Check it out. Uh, also. When you find yourself in need, trust Speedweed.com for overnight delivery to over 1,088 cities across California. Find everything with one quick stop. Flour, edibles, concentrate, topicals, vapes, and more. Sign up and use the code ROASTED for $10 off over $100 at Speedweed.com. That's a fitting code. Uh, yes, use ROASTED. <laughs> I, I, I know that they have... I've been using their CBD oil. I've been spraying it in my mouth. I've been, Shit's great, huh? Oh, I've, I've been rolling what it on my back. What have you been spraying in your mouth? Uh, the CBD oil, oh, uh, uh, as, CBD. Well, as, as well as uh, Squirt. Uh, but, but, but I'm telling <laughs> you, so speedweed.com, good stuff right there. Also, uh, Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. And they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable system, food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Blue Apron is. Uh, they've established some partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the U.S., and as a result, their seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Cooking together builds fo- strong family bonds. Me and my wife, we cook all the time, and uh, it's fun. It's fun. I feel like I'm productive. Uh, I feel like I know what <laughs> I I'm like doing. I'm I feel like I'm doing something good with my life, uh, and... Goes a lot. It's, it's less than ten dollars per person, uh, as opposed to you know you go to Whole Foods and your your your, your rent's gone. So it's yeah. affordable, Holy shit. variety, flexible, easy, and guaranteed. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com/slash/mmaroast. Blueapron.com/slash/mmaroast. Blueapron, a better way to cook. So Vince, what's going on with you? Um, 
I got some stuff, but I just want to say you should have been a rapper because you could like say so much in one breath. Like, yeah. yeah, you can get a lot out one I breath. Should have been a I don't know why that just came in my head while you were just blouting off all that shit. Well, like I think that. when I when I was younger and my family like no one would listen to anybody, so we had to like ex- like do it really fast. Otherwise, <laughs> none of you getting your shots in real yeah, quick. Yeah, otherwise you would not be heard. Um, but how are you doing? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. Uh, just training, um, trying to get a fight, trying to fight someone. No one wants to fight me for some reason. Al, you pussy. You called out Ally Quinta yeah, numerous he times. You're saying none. he's a pussy. Yeah, he's a pussy. Come on, he's not a pussy. He's not a pussy, but he is towards me. He doesn't <laughs> want to fight me, and I don't know why. Do you think it's because he's ranked higher and nothing to gain from fighting you? I mean, if he goes by that fake bullshit ranking system, but I mean, that's kind of stupid to me. He knows. I think what it is is he knows that if he's going to have to fight me, it's going to be a tough fight, and there's a, a good chance he'll get it dropped. But I know that he probably won't want to fight me unless it's for something. Well, number one, you have power, yeah. uh, so you could hurt anybody. Uh, number two, you're also one of those guys uh, who is like a, this new age martial artist where you're good at everything. Yeah. So that's also hard. Pretty rounded. It's not like you're one dimensional. And uh, your last fight, you knocked a guy out with a jab. <laughs> so uh, I think that while you were going backwards. Yeah, uh, walking backwards. So I think that's also another case. But so if Al does, Al wants a hype. You know, Al's kind of a head case, and no offense, Al, but you are. Um, yeah, he is. Whoa. So, no, I like him, but he's also, I mean, not many fighters go into real estate and, and call out their boss and, you know, whatever else Al does. So if Al doesn't want to fight you, who else is down the line? Yeah, fight a real fighter, not your boss, you fucking weakling. Uh, but is there anybody else you want to fight? I don't know. Uh, I was looking at him. Um, I wanted to fight Jim Miller, too, because he was looking for someone, but he just lost to Trinaldo. I kind of want to fight Trinaldo now. I think that would be a good fight, mm-hmm. fighting Trinaldo. Um I kind of wanted to fight, uh, what's his name? We were talking about last time, too, Coach, uh, CB, uh, Eric Coach. Is it Eric Coach? Eric Coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. CB said something, then I looked him up, and I was like, damn, that would be kind of a fun fight, I think. I think the fans like that. Now, are you um, calling these guys out on Twitter? No, I haven't really been. I've been pretty dead right now because I've just been on my manager. Like, just get me a fucking fight. I don't care. Like, You're with Iridium, right? Yeah. So you have a good management company. Yeah, yeah. He's a good manager. He does, he does, uh, he does work for me. Um, but... I don't know what it is right now, man. I'm just, I don't know if it's, there's so many people or what, but what's going on, but I'm having a lot of trouble trying to fight, man. I've been trying to fight since my last fight. Okay. Tell Shelby I'll fight two you, weeks now later. Are you in shape? I'm in semi-shape right now. I'm going to need probably at least a couple weeks. Because what, <laughs> might ha- what ha- might happen is people might say, okay, there's a fallout in two weeks. Yeah. And in which case you have to lose, what, 25 pounds, 30 pounds? I was thinking about that. Well, I'm not too bad. I'm at 175 right now. I'm flowing between 175 and 180, so it's not too bad. It'll take me roughly about a week or two to drop down enough weight to cut to 55. Okay. That's not too bad. Um, but I don't know. I kind of re- like, I'm the kind of person that will rely a lot on my talent. Like a lot of my fights, I don't really train too much. <laughs> That's kind of a bad thing to say, but yeah. like when I fought in Jaquani, I was training three times a week. Right. and then uh, I would run once a week. I would do sprints. So that was once like my, a week. Yeah, that was my that, training for Jaquani. Yeah, but you but you have never gassed in a fight, have you? No, I just have like a natural, like a natural cardio. Honestly, like I don't know what it is, but like I could be gone from from training for like for instance, I was gone for like a year, two years this last time, and I went right back in the gym, and my coaches were like. Like, what the fuck, man? Have you been training this whole time? I'm like, nah, man. I've been sitting on my ass eating fucking Del Taco for the last two years, like, being a fat piece of shit. And they're like, dude, we you start your own workout program, because a lot of people would buy that. Yeah, but you, my you, workout's just called Natural Ability, and most people don't have that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn, this is, this is a new arrogant thing. I mean, I hate, to, I hate to sound like that, but it's a lot of, a lot of like, my skill, my power is my natural ability. Yeah, it's just stuff that I was born Mexican? with. No, I'm Italian and Dutch. Oh, okay. A lot of people speak Spanish to me, though. Yeah. And I have no fucking clue what they're you saying. Like I mean, I know how to cuss you out and shit but that's about it I know someone's Andrew you're talking shit to right? me but. Uh, Puerto Rican Puerto Rican oh. Puerto Rican yay <laughs> yay Puerto Rican 
puertorriqueño. And how are, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little worse. My, what, what's, my, new, what's new in your life? Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, just been, I'm, I'm just over here hustling fights for Pluto, you know, trying to sign MMA promotions. Uh, just, uh, we do our live show every weekend here where we drink beers and watch fights live. This past weekend, we commentated Glory Kickboxing's undercard yep. from France. They were in France, we were here, and they sent us the fights live. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was cool to commentate from a distance. So, nice. Yeah. Well, me, yeah, I, Eve Edwards. I love you. Oh, it was Eve Edwards yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably thought he was French based on his name. That, that, like, we kind of pushed that, so we ordered all sorts of French food, like French fries and French toast. And all the, <laughs> not all, all the best keep French asking Are you Canadian? Is your, is your friend Canadian? Uh, meanwhile, I've had the worst two weeks of my life. Um, so many. Uh, my mother passed away. Uh, that was, uh, Sorry, that was last week. The funeral was on Tuesday. Uh, rest in peace, mom. Um, it's it's hard. Uh, I'll just I'll just I'll take you the top my two weeks my last two weeks because some of it's funny and some of it's sad and so uh, so a month ago my mom was at my and this is my 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 mom, my biological mom who gave birth to me. Uh, she is living in Canada somewhere. I haven't seen her since I was three. She went to a mental hospital, had schizophrenia. I called her once when I was 21. I found out where she was. I'm like, where have you been my whole life? And she's like, here, and hung up. Uh, it was pretty much like, you got to move on with your life. And yeah. she's like, you know, sorry, your dad had custody. So my, my mom, my, who I, the person I call my mom, my, my, which I guess people would say stepmom, but I call mom because it's the only mother I've ever she's really had. Mom. She's your mom. You know, she, um, she raised me from three to 20, and then her and my dad got divorced. And we didn't have the... The greatest relationship. I think it was. I think it was hard. It was hard. She all of a sudden had a three and a five year old and wasn't that prepared. All of a sudden, they're like, "Hey, this is your new mom. Call her mom." And for me and my sister, we weren't exactly, you know, ready to just give up our old mom. And yeah. So it was. It was a lot of shit going into it. And uh, we had a. We didn't have the greatest. The family no one wanted. Yeah, we didn't have the greatest. <laughs> I didn't have the greatest childhood. And that's it. Sucks. And that, and that's the way it is sometimes, man. It fucking sucks. I didn't. But you know what? She did. You know provide for me and, and she did do a lot of great things and uh and at the in the end you know we we stayed in touch and we had the strongest relationship we've ever had and this is way before she got sick like she walked down the aisle at my wedding we finally had the relationship that i've always wanted to have with my mom which is good which I is mean, which i think is, that's really cool uh, those pictures are great of you guys at the wedding and stuff i, I, yeah. uh, it's I got a little teary-eyed seeing those you, uh, you're posting some uh, emotional me- uh <laughs> Posts and the stuff. thing is, I've never like I'm not a crier. Like I, I don't really get emotional very often. The only time I've cried in the last five years is when this little chubby kid on my wrestling team won a match because, because he <laughs> tears of joy. He, tears that, of joy. It was tears of joy because he was crying every practice and he finally and he's a little chubby kid. He had a Pokemon shirt on and like oh my god, he, he, he won and I was like and my wife was like this. I've never seen you cry. This is what makes you cry. I'm like you don't understand. He yeah. cried every practice, but. He's like, feels a fucking emotion, lady. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this last like week has just been buckets because, uh, I mean, I, I was just, it was brutal. It's brutal to see someone you love um, get leukemia. Cause, and what happened was she went to the hospital. She was feeling sick, got a couple blood tests. Like, you're fine. It's just you have a cold. You have this. You have that. And then it, it turned out she had a... She had acute leukemia. Yeah. Way and, to go, doctor, you fucking idiot. Yeah. And four weeks later, she was, she was dead. Um, Holy shit. So I didn't think that like that was... No one, no one saw this coming. She was 68 years old. She retired at 65. She was traveling the world. She, was, she, you know, she had a new husband. She's got... Well, they weren't officially married, but they were together for 20 years. She was super happy. So anyway, so what happened was two weeks ago, I had a show in San Francisco, and I'm driving there, and I get a text from my... From uh, from her, her from Fred, her her husband, who says your mother's really sick. She might go into a coma. You need to be. If I were you, I would go home because you may never see her again. So I'm like, 
right, um, this is a, on a Friday. So I buy a ticket for Saturday to go home. And Friday, I got to do a show knowing this. So I go on. So right before I go on, the, the, the host Shit. goes on. And he's making f- Trump jokes. And this Mexican lady in the crowd was like, don't you dare insult Donald Trump. That is our president. And, he's, <laughs> and so this guy goes, shut up, bitch. And then they start. <laughs> he calls her like a cunt. You can shut up, cunt. It was just like, so then she flips out on him. I, I'm like calling. I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone with like Expedia trying to buy a ticket in the background. Like I got to go on next. Like you got to be oh kidding me. So then I, I, I go on and I make a couple Trump jokes. But she liked my Trump jokes because they were funny. Because <laughs> he was just saying like Trump's a fucking. He was. It wasn't really jokes. It was just You're just bashing. being a dick. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like. I'm like, wait, you're Mexican, Miss? She's like, yeah. I'm like, are you the Mexican for Trump? You're the, you're like the one the person. One. <laughs> and she's like, no, I came here legally. It took me 20 years. It's not fair. These people, they, they need to go here. And then this whole thing, I'm like, okay, so you should be the good only for one her. here. It should just be you, you know? <laughs> so then so then at the end, the, the DJ, this black DJ, got mad at the host for calling her a bitch. So they almost got to a fist fight. He's like, how dare you call her? It was the weirdest thing oh I've God. ever seen in my... So then... The next day, I fly home and um, and I I meet Bree. My, my wife meets me in New York, and I, I go to see uh, go to see my mom, and she's in the hospital. She must have lost twenty pounds. Uh, you know, her hair's gone, it, and it was she's fighting for her life. And it was it, when I say it was brutal, it was goddamn the most brutal thing I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. uh, and the first thing she says to me, I walk in and she's like, Adam, you know, you know, listen, I, I'm sorry. It must have been so hard you losing your mom when you were three, and I did my best and. You know, I'm like, it's okay. Look, look, we're 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 close now. I mean, we we've talked for an hour now. Yeah. We talked for an hour. It's okay. Let's not focus on what what was. But I thought it was really cool that here she is, fighting for her life, worrying about me when I'm three years old. You know, and like, we're about my feelings. And then she's like, yeah. Are you and Bree hungry? Do you guys want lunch? Like, she was so sweet. So I'm reading. Uh, my brother's reading her text messages from all all her friends, and all her friends are like, "Listen, God loves you, and we're praying for you." And this that. And then there's one from my dad, my dad, who's divorced from her, and he goes, "I told Max, my brother, you'd be okay. Don't make me out to be a liar." Like, like, oh my god! <laughs> then, Good old fucking puff. Yeah. And so she was laughing oh, at that, and then I was laughing, and I was trying to make her laugh. And at my wedding, she gave my dad the middle finger because like, <laughs> she my dad was trying to leave her out of the pictures, which wasn't the case. But, you know, this is what, trying to take the photos and like, yeah, without her. her like, oh, my God. So my dad went to go visit her at the hospital and Fred or her husband's like, she's very weak, Joe. That's my dad. And he's like, is she strong enough to give me the finger? So like, take a picture with Adam. So, oh, my God. So I was like, so I was making her laugh. I was like telling Brie, I'm like, she's the best cook. She starts, she's, she's never made anything in her life you know and <laughs> I, was, I was totally like it was really nice like i i had her laughing my, like the whole time even like she couldn't even she couldn't her voice was gone she didn't have enough energy to, to even speak but she was like whispering you had to put your ear to her face to, I, I hear her mouth and i'm like you gotta get your voice back so you can yell at me for sleeping on the couch you know it's like she was i was trying to make her but it was it was tough man so then yeah. so then uh we hang out in new york then i gotta go back and i have a show in uh so, you know, and, and that's the thing. And also, like, you know, she said... Um, so you went out there Saturday, saw her Saturday, and then flew back out yeah, the, flew, the next so, day so, again. No, no, I flew out on... T- I was there till Tuesday. I said Monday, oh, okay. Tuesday. But she said to me, Adam, I'm sorry, I did my best. And for a long time, I was like... I was angry at this. I'm like, no, you didn't do your best. You know, you, you had your son, and you kind of favored him, and, or kind of. And this, I was like angry about all this shit. But then I started thinking, like, maybe, you know, not everyone's best is 100 
out of a hundred. There's you know? no such thing as perfect. Some man. sometimes people's bests are C minuses or, or B pluses or you know, so her best she did do her best. It wasn't up to par with what I wanted at the time or what I thought I deserved at the time, but it was her best. And now that I look at it like, you know, where we ended up, because I, I spoke at the funeral, I said it's not where you start up, it's where you end. And we ended on like great terms. And yeah. we ended on, on on perfect terms. And she and she texted me like from the hospital, like like she texted something that I'll That's always a good have. Story, I, I, I I have her like last couple texts and something that she texted me from the hospital was like I spent a lot of time looking at your coaching videos, podcasts, and interviews. I finally got sound. I just have to say that you are totally amazing, so talented, and yet so humble. I don't know about that, but you have, you have such a tremendously <laughs> caring way about you. And when coaching, coaching, you push and push, but in a way it doesn't inspire, it doesn't intimidate. It's true a gift. You're a gift to me. I love you, Adam. So it's cool that I always have that. You know, like, and so that, that, that was awesome. So then I, I go back, and I'm supposed to go to Phoenix. To, I'm, I'm supposed to go to L.A., uh, Tuesday night, and of course, I, I take some stupid fucking airline. Uh, oh my god! Uh, it's called like Sun Country Airlines, right? Oh, Sun Country is a Minnesota airline. It's the worst. Okay. <laughs> this guy fucking knows. My girlfriend lives in Minnesota. First of all, they go. I, I go. First of all, they go. I go. I never heard you of this airline guys. before. I never heard of this airline before. I've been traveling for twenty years. They're like, oh, we we, we only we're, we're we're seasonal. I go. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> they go. We don't fly in the cold weather. I'm like, that's comforting, right? So a plane right doesn't now, work in the cold air. Yeah, out of Minnesota, right? So, so, so then, <laughs> so then, there's this like Korean woman that comes behind and she's like, "Hey, can I? My husband wants to sit next to me. Can you move up a, a, a aisle?" I say, "No problem, right? Okay, it's the same seat, but just moving up." So I'm up. I'm up the next aisle. Takes her feet off, her shoes off, and her feet are now in between the seat. So now oh, I gotta look dude. at her. Like, like it's a reverse nail salon or something. Like, oh like, my god, I'd be heel hooking that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Just grab a hold of that fucker. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, is that your ankle? So, so now I have to like overnight in Phoenix. I go right to Sacramento from New York. So I, now Team Alpha Male's coming, right? So I see Danny Castillo, and I'm like, I tell Danny, I'm like, he's like, how's it going? I'm like, I'm terrible. My, my, my mom, I think, is in a coma, and I don't think she's going to make it until tomorrow, and I got to go be funny for Oh, tonight. it was like before anyone knew, And, huh? and uh, Uriah Faber came, which was, which was cool, and like, I was, like, I first see Uriah, there's an Instagram of like my forehead, uh, my Instagram story live, and I actually did a joke about Uriah from the stage. I go, I love Uriah Faber. He's the only guy I know that uh, actually, a girl once licked, licked his chin and got pink eye. <laughs> so Uriah came and Sarah McMahon came with her, her boyfriend. Sarah looked really happy. And I, I did a joke about how she gives the best hand jobs because of her arms are so big. It's like two squirts and you're out. And, oh, my God. And all, Lance Palmer came. Like all the, all the alpha male guys came. Yeah, they were all dressed up for Halloween Hall together hanging out. Yeah, they, they, I even said like their moms dropped them off. Uh, so that moms was, dropped them off? Jamie Moyle Sage's came. Sage's mom dropped them all off. And uh, Leslie Smith went on, and she she does comedy too. Leslie does comedy. She she killed it. So so that was that was awesome. So I was then I had to go f- after that. I was like, but it was hard. Danny said to me, he goes, man, listen. He goes, you know what? I like, he seen me like four or five times. He goes, this is the best I've seen you. And I'm like, why? He's like, because you had real adversity. He's like, you you know your mom's like you doing comedy. You, I was crying all day. And he's just, he goes, you know what? Now you're a fighter. Now you're one of us. So like, I officially became a member of Team Alpha Male that night. So, so that, was, that was super cool. Um, then, uh, but now, you know what's annoying, though, when I fly? Is that like, I took my, 
my, my license when I was like 20 years old. I still have that picture for some reason on my license. Oh, not until this day? Yeah. Get the so every time I go somewhere, the fucking person at TSA looks at me and goes, oh, wow, you've changed. What happened? Or some stupid, because I don't look the same 20 years ago. So finally, I was just not in a fucking mood. And this woman must have been 300 pounds. And she's like, oh, wow, you, you, uh, you look different. And I was, oh, fuck, dude. I can only imagine what came out of your mouth. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure you look the same as you did when you were 20. She goes, yeah, uh, I, I didn't change. I'm like, oh, yeah, you were a supermodel back then, too, right? So then, uh, then, <laughs> then, I, then I left, and I'm like, that was a, kind of mean. Like, yeah. I, 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 she didn't have to do I, It was like when you beat up someone for everyone that's picked on you, and then you like, take it on, <laughs> on that person. You just passed the buck. Oh, Jeez. So then, <laughs> so then I, I come back. I do another one of those, like, uh, America's wedding shows where like I'm on I did that show at a wedding where I got attacked I don't know if you've ever seen it it's called like a comedian gets attacked at wedding what they hire me to do a wedding and to roast everybody at the wedding it's pretend, oh pretend I was, a, I was like a, a hell yeah hell of course wedding. like this guy got angry and pushed me and because I, I called him oh like I'm like sorry your band broke up because he had like bad highlights in his hair it was in a backyard in Apple Valley right <laughs> and and it was all Marines. So I was like, don't stop believing, right? So then he gets angry. Sorry, your band broke up. Yeah. And then I got to do like 45. <laughs> that guy was so weird looking too. He got so mad. And then people don't know this because the mids, clip's only three minutes long. It was an extra 45 minutes I had to do after that. And he's pacing around the house staring at me. And then the grandma. Oh, looking for his good. And then the grandma starts yelling at me. The grandma's like, we don't want to hear your sex jokes. And I was like, all right, I'll do a joke for you, grandma. She's like, okay. I'm like, uh, the U.S. soccer team lost in Japan. But they don't call it soccer in Japan. They call it Hello Kiki. And then, <laughs> then she laughed at that, but that was the only clean joke I had. And then she got madder because every joke was even worse than that. And then, and then, and then they, the, the, the couple got so drunk, they didn't pay me for an extra hour, right? So I had to wait around. Oh it was just the worst. So anyway, so that, now I'm on like 15 shows like I'm, I'm, when comedy goes wrong. Like, oh, fuck. America's Worst Wedding. Oh, like that was a real thing? Yeah. Oh, no, God. it was a real thing. That really no, no, happened. I mean like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was a real show, though. That's not, your like, thing. You're like a, a disruptive comedian. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So then I fly to Seattle, right? Then I got to fly to Seattle. I don't even get to go home in LA. I go there for an hour. I fly to Seattle, and I got to do a show in Seattle. And this is on a Thursday night, and there's nine people in the crowd at like a bar show. <laughs> Nobody even knows there's a show, right? People are just there, and there's a black comic on stage. And I'm, I'm, meanwhile, all I can think about is my mom. Like, like, and I, I can think about how much I'm gonna miss her because. Like we talked for every day, and, yeah. and, and like, like she, she was such a, a beautiful spirit, and like it was one of those things where it wasn't like I took her for granted because I didn't have her at all growing up, and we could have easily just not been like, you know what, my dad's, you're not even my stepmom, or you're the artist formerly known as my stepmom at this point, <laughs> like, but that, that that's not how it went down, you know, and she was. She, you know, helped me with my wedding and walked down the aisle, and yeah. we, we actually had shit in common now, and like uh, advice. And it was, I'm thinking about all this shit, right? And I got to go on stage, and there's black comics on, and there's of course there's a lingerie football player in the front, this blonde hair girl that thinks the comedy show is her own conversation with the comics. So every time the guy tells a joke, she, the guy's like, "You ever get drunk? I love getting drunk." You know, she's interrupting every fucking. She's like, "Well, you're asking me a question." Yeah, and she's yeah. like, "Oh my god!" So. <laughs> like I've been, I've been dealing with this 20 years this black comic goes on and she has a, a guy with her and he's like yo why don't you be a good boyfriend and beat the shit out of her right? oh fuck that was his way of dealing with this right so then, then now, now, now the whole crowd hates him right and I gotta go on next 
So I get on, and I'm just, there's no stage, no light. I'm in the middle of a fucking bar. And she's actually being cool. Actually, the crowd was actually being pretty cool. But then I started making fun of her because her boyfriend went to the bathroom. I go, enjoy your pee now because it's going to burn in an hour. Right? Oh, shit. And, and then I did a joke about how, like, Jeez. I actually like girls like this because nice girls are like, nice girls, it's one of those things where you know, they're great, but they're not always great in bed, where the crazy girls are the ones that are like, they're giving you blowjobs. Like, I hate my dad. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Yeah. Like, every Father's Day, you get anal. Every Father's Day. And then she's then, as I, after I said that, she goes, Wow. It took me three seconds to get, and I'll go anal. Yeah, like, <laughs> so I got her good. But she was actually, and then after she, she gave me a hug. And like, she was one of those girls that like, you ever meet a chick that's super hot, but you think you could fuck her? Like, not that I would, I'm married, but that you just gives the impression that she would fuck you. Oh, yeah. But then... That's what guys... That's how. That's what guys... Yeah, that's like brain girl, think. yeah. That, that girl's so hot. She definitely wants to yeah. fuck But after she gives she you a hug, yeah. tells you how funny you are. But normally, those are the girls who won't fuck you. Like, they're the ones <laughs> yeah. that maybe will give you a kiss at, at night or yep. something or... Take you, like, eight months to, yeah, like, right? touch their boob. Meanwhile, the girl who, like, gives you the cold shoulder who you think hates you was just waiting for you to fucking bang her. You know, like... <laughs> Pull my hair. What a world we live in. So, right. So, so then the next morning I wake up and this was the worst conversation I ever had in my life. The doctor. The doctor oh, come now. The, the doctor calls me up. My dad calls me up. Uh, my mom's oh. husband calls me up and says, listen, Lena's unresponsive in her living will. She did not want to be put on life support. Uh, so we're going to we're going to take her off life support. And I just want to make sure that's OK with you, with me. And I'm like, look, you know. I go, dancing her will. So I was like, uh, is there any chance of her coming back? Doctor, have you ever seen in your history of being a doctor anybody ever come out of this coma before? Anyone ever recover? Because she not only had leukemia, but on top of that, she had, um, first she had a, a virus, an infection. So her blood cells were not actually bad. She was, and then she had pneumonia on top of that. Oh, shit. So she was battling all of that. And was now in a coma, and my she was only a hundred pounds to begin with, so it wasn't like she oh, was this, damn. you know, had all this you know, extra stuff weight to lose. She had no weight to lose. She didn't have a body to fight off any kind of infection. So I was like, the, so the doctor goes, "Well, listen, I'm not God," and I, so I wanted to be like, "I know God's free." Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> but they were like, "She's the guy's. I'm not God, but no, I, I've never. The chances are 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 nil that she's ever going to recover, and even if she does recover." Her brain won't be there, you know? Yeah. Um, and she said it in a more, you know, doctor-friendly terms. But I was like, okay, then I guess you have to. And I got into, like, the fetal position on my bed and just fucking cried. Like, like and that was the worst. I couldn't move. I really couldn't move. I could not move. And I, that was the hardest. Like, it wasn't even a decision because I, I wouldn't even say I made the decision. Even if I would have said no, keep her alive, they wouldn't have. It, wouldn't, it wasn't my call to make. But, uh... That was fucking brutal. She's um, like the closest person, right? That you told me that that's like died to you. Yeah, close person died to me. I mean, no, yeah. I mean, I had <laughs> grandparents die, but like, I didn't live with my grandparents for seventeen years, and yeah. I didn't talk to them every day on the phone. So that was uh, that was that was the worst. And then Bree came and visited me in Seattle. She got on a she got on a flight, came to me in Seattle, which made me feel better. We walked around in Seattle. She came like left the next day. She came for like one night in Seattle just to be with me. That's uh, cool. Which is like. That made like the whole difference. Yeah. I've never had any question when my wife was the one, but when it comes to like this kind of stuff, when tragedy comes, you kind of sometimes people's true character shows, and uh, 
So that 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 was cool. Um, yeah, that's what I was gonna tell you too. Is because I've had like a lot of my family and like close people die close to me, and like with my family, after like a family member died, like the kind of the kind of people that the rest of your family turns into, like, is a real fucking nasty thing, dude. Like, no matter how much like you are close with someone in your family, when someone dies, like. For some reason, people change. Like you know what I mean. It's kind of fucked up, and like that's a that's I want to say is kind of a good thing for you that she wasn't actually like your family, where you don't have to deal with that part of it. You get to just you know what I mean keep that, it. Good. Well, that's one thing. Also, like I mean, going to the 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 funeral and the and the we were sitting shiva. That's what the Jews do when someone dies. Is that all these people came back into my life that I had not thought about in years, and for a lot of reasons I was happy to not think about a lot of these people, and then <laughs> just like all these emotions and feelings. The problem with like. Sometimes remembering the good feelings, you remember the bad feelings. Yeah. And it, sometimes it's hard to... Well, and, they wouldn't be so good without all the bad, too. Right. So. That's, that's true also. Um, that's also very true. So then, so then I'm on Facebook. I'm in a hotel. And I, before Brie came, I write on Facebook like, uh, hey, just what, you know, rest in peace, Mom. I love you. Thank you for everything you've done. See you in heaven. Right? And... A part of me like was also like she called me her son. She she called and I called her mom. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but there were times I was like, this is my stepmom. And then I felt like maybe, uh, but then she was like, I'm your mom, you know. Or she was like, she said this is my step. There was like always like it would go back and forth. So then I felt like maybe I was. Uh, not, this is, is this really my mom? Like all these yeah. fucking crazy things well, are going through my. It's head. a confusing thing. When yeah. She's not really your mom, but you know her as mom because she raised you. Right. And th- but then she was gone when I was twenty. But then she was yeah. back. But she would have, but she would have wanted me to call her mom, and she would have been very upset if I didn't call her mom. You know, so that's she would have got that middle finger. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And and she was my mom. Is but but it was still like there's still a part of me that's like people are like oh sorry your mom died and and then I'm like well it, what part of me is like to them well I don't want you to think it was my person who gave birth to me at the same time like people are like oh you know she did such a good job raising you and she did raise me but i also got sent to boarding school at 13 to 18 and they hide school in maine really raised me and but like because it was a character development school and this and that but so there was all look at you now all kinds of fucking thoughts (laughs) but and and, and then we had anyway so that i go on facebook i r.i.p mom i love you i'm gonna miss you i'll see you in heaven and then her sister hits me up like 20 minutes later. Hey, Adam, please do me a favor. Uh, my Aunt Marie said, take that off Facebook because now people don't know that she died. She didn't have anybody see her. She wanted people to see her except immediate family. I don't want people finding out through Facebook. I'm not mad or anything, but I'm like, okay, out of respect for you, no problem, right? So my little brother posts like this long thing about how, you know, how much how great mom was to him and how he had he battled through uh Tourette syndrome and and, and, when, he, and when he got diagnosed he's like and she told him this great story this beautiful story that my brother put on thing and all of a sudden he gets like eight thousand likes and people are hitting me up going i found out your mom died through your brother so now they think i'm a cold asshole yeah. and he's got way more facebook mom <laughs> you want to post I, something <laughs> way more mom died likes you want to post something that it's, not, it's not their choice it's not it's not I know, but out of respect to her, but he was he was killing me on like the likes and the Facebook mom dead likes. Like, I think like, they set you up. They set you up. They set me up. It was, it was, uh, there, let's get this motherfucker one inside job. Let him know he's not part of the fam. So yeah, like, people think I'm some cold <laughs> asshole. So anyway, so that was uh, 
You know, Adam, I know you're not a cold asshole. Uh, you're thank, a nice asshole. Uh, thank you. You're a warm-hearted warm asshole. Warm asshole. That just sounds bad. No, that went back the other way. But a lot of a lot of fighters, uh, <laughs> a lot of fighters actually like. There was somebody like Weidman hit me up, and Frankie Edgar, and you, and Ellenberger, and Andrew, and uh, a lot of people like Bisbing. Even even Colby Covington, day before in Brazil. Hey man, sorry about your mom. Like super, the fight community was like really really sweet and cool. And and you know Heather Joe Clark called me up and and uh, Leslie and uh, well man, you're you're a cool dude. And like I told you, like all the people that you infect, you know, the people that you that you come in contact with have just this natural like drawn to your aura. You know what I mean? Like you're a good dude, and people know that. So. Thank you. Uh, so that was cool. And then, but then, like, it was funny though. Like, so then I posted something on Facebook, and everybody was like, "My condolences, my condolences, sorry." And then someone wrote, "Cycle of life." I'm, I'm like, I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, like, like oh, I apologize now. For that. I, I Come was, on, we all I have that drinking. friend. We all have that friend. Yeah, <laughs> that, cycle of life. That, that depressed friend that's just like that's the way life son is. Son of a bitch, you cycle. Life, life is like that. Yeah. <laughs> so then there was like more like. Condolences. I'm sorry. Got you know. Got, I mean, you made her very happy, and she talked about it all the time. And then my the headmaster of my boarding school, who's like the guy who founded the boarding school. Like he's probably in his 80s or 90s. She still owes me for your schooling. Well, no, but he writes. He just sees the picture, the wedding picture. Remember, and he writes congratulations, right? And, and then he kept writing congratulations. And I think you know he, he's older. And then people were like, "You sick fuck!" Like, what's wrong? <laughs> <with you?" laughs> so then this guy Joe I Gall. I wish I would have seen this so shit out and all over. So then I. So then I write like, I write. Then he writes, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't realize what had happened. Uh, I, I, I go listen, Joe Gall. If it wasn't for you, it was true. Me and my mom were in a terrible place before Hyde boarding school. Like, I'm talking about like, I, I was like, it was awful. And uh, we, that school saved my life and saved our relationship. Was what I told him. I go, I don't. But it was pretty funny that he wrote congratulations. <laughs> so, so then I had a show the next night at a golf course, right, in Seattle. Fucking. And I, at first I was like, cancel the show. Then I'm like, you know what? She told me, Adam, don't let this get your way. Like where at the golf course? Do they it, have like a... This uh... beautiful golf course in like Shea Hollis, Seattle, right? And it was the night of the fights. It was Saturday night. I'm watching the fights, watching Brunson, watching Colby. As you're telling yeah. jokes. <laughs> well, no. Then I go downstairs. The place is packed, right? And I'm just in like a, a, a fucking daze. You know, like when shit happens like this, you're kind of in like a weird... Yeah. I'm in a weird space. Between... Realizing what's going on and not giving a fuck. But what am I gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Am I gonna sit home and cry? Cause that's what I'm doing. I'm just crying, randomly crying. Or do I? So I go there and I talk about. Uh, I do. I did a Harvey Weinstein joke, right? And the the joke was like, obviously he's a horrible person, awful person, piece of shit. You know. However, like I was trying to think what I would do if I was Harvey Weinstein. How would I defend myself? And here's what I would do. I'd be like, listen, I am a disgusting, awful horrendous human being fat ugly just awful but i'm in the movie business right i need to cast actresses and, and there's no breaks on the rape train and if a woman <laughs> if an actress can can look at me while masturbating in the shower and think that's hot she's getting an oscar right? like, so i do that joke and this oh, woman God. gets so pissed at me for that joke she's like Ugh. i get to see how angry she is at that joke right so then, but I'm killing otherwise. I'm actually killing. There's a woman in the front to get Everyone's drunk. Everyone's laughing, but her. Everyone's laughing, but her. You just see this cloud. And yeah, I could just see the, the, the fumes <laughs> from her ears, you know. And there's a woman in the front that goes to the bathroom and she starts heckling me too. And as she goes, I'm like, I go to the guy and she's like, 
drunk but having a good time but she's like I, I talked about my my mom passed away yesterday she would want me to do this and I'm making her laugh not on that but and she goes you're killing me and I'm like not what you want to tell me right now uh, uh, wrong bad timing right so she gets up to go to the bathroom right and uh, and she's like drunk and I'm like is this your first wife and he, he's the guy's like my second I'm like this is the upgrade uh, I hate to see the first so then, he, so then he gets up he gets up and gives me the pound right gives me the pound and I'm like oh, fuck. so I'm like at least you're gonna pound something tonight right so, <laughs> So then everything's going well, and then that girl comes back, and I'm like, listen, my mom did pass away, and I was trying to think of a joke, which was a terrible joke. I'm like, the worst when you see someone with cancer. Like, it's the fucking worst. I mean, you see someone, that's, like, I almost was jealous of my friend's dad who died of a heart attack. Uh, I'm like, man, I'm like, you got lucky. Like, uh, I had to, which was like a dark joke, not I mean, even a good kinda, joke. because he just straight died, most likely. Yeah, right? At least in no pain. And this woman goes, you know what? I don't appreciate, be serious. She's like, I go, be serious. She's like, yeah, tell your story. She thought like that was part of Going my act. Coming back from the bathroom? No, no, another one. The woman uh, that was angry about the Harvey Weinstein, she uh, thought I was telling, like, that was part of my bit. Like, my mom died yesterday was, like, part of my shtick, you know? <laughs> like, every comedian goes, yesterday I was on my way in. Yeah, like, like yesterday. <laughs> everything's always yesterday as a comedian. Right, so she thought that was part of my thing. I'm like, what, be serious? She's like, yeah, be serious. I go, who the fuck goes to a comedy show and yells, be serious? I'm yeah, like, what do, what do you go to a NASCAR event and say, walk? Uh, like, do you go slow to a, down. Do you go to a funeral and say, tell a joke? Like, like, I'm like, do you go to a porn set and go, go be abstinent? I'm like, who, like, who does that? So that was, I'm like, I'm like what are you going to go home? Like, it was horrible. The comic tried to be funny. So then that was, uh, that was that. Then I had to go to the funeral from Seattle. Still haven't been home yet. Haven't been home in like two weeks at this point, uh, which is why there was no podcast. And, I go home, I go to the funeral, I spoke at the funeral, I did a eulogy, and, and I said, you know, look, you know, I've always wanted to, I go, I've always wanted to have a relationship with, with Lena, and we finally had one, we had a, we, she was my best friend, and here I am visiting, visiting her, and she's saying, I can't believe how hard it must have been for your mom dying. I'm like, you're sitting there with, with chemo, and 20 pounds left, and you're worried about my mom, like, yeah. I, I, how hard I had it, you know, you're worried about me. And here you are, and I and I so and you know you always tell me how much you look up to me, but really I look up to you because you never gave up. You never gave up on me. Never gave up my brother, my dad, my sister. And right now I know you're in heaven trying to get Trump impeached because she hated Trump. Uh, she every day it was something. So that actually everyone started laughing. I was killing at the funeral, uh, but it was well someone was actually was already dead. But but it, it was it was actually it was a good. Uh, I, I was bawling during it. I, I, it was so sad, but she would have loved it. And I, and I, I, I think that I, I, I did her proud. Is that but, in Long Island? Or? In Long Island. My, yeah. my brother spoke too. He had a beautiful eulogy as well. And, and, and so did her sister. And I think she would have been really proud. And that's, that made me happy that I was able to do that for her. Um, but uh, so that's, um, it was cool. So then, you know, uh, yesterday was a sitting shiva, which in the Jewish tradition is like after the funeral, like there's a couple days where people just go to the house and they're supposed to have no electricity, uh, nothing's supposed to be on, the windows supposed to be closed, everyone's supposed to be sad. But in this, it was like food everywhere, kids wow. running. But we had f- kids running around, food everywhere, Rockville Center, kids running around, uh, the, 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 the it's baseball. Great, it's a great town. stopping them. Yeah, games. <laughs> yeah, baseball games on. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it wasn't much. And then somebody's telling me jokes. Some, guy, some old guy was like, hey, I've been to, your, and everyone said your mom was so proud of you. Your mom came, you know, we, we came to your comedy shows and she loved the wedding and she was so happy for you and so happy to be a part of the wedding. And so that was really cool. And then my, it was funny, my actually, my, her mom, who's 97, this Holy was shit. actually the, one of the worst parts. They didn't tell her that she was sick so until, until the day before the funeral. And then she go, before that, we had to go to this open casket. 
and and she's lying there, and which was another horrific scene. And they're lifting up her mom from the wheelchair and saying, "This is this is Lena," and she's like, "That's not my daughter. It doesn't look like her." And they're like, "No, it's her," because you could tell. And then they kept lifting her up and showing her. They're like, "No, look at her nose." No, that I'm like, not, "This is not like what, what kind of horrible prank yeah. show does she think she's on right now?" It was, but fuck, it was it that was that was brutal. That was brutal. Uh, was she like not all there? She's she has dementia. Okay. But it's funny though because she didn't know who my dad was. My my, my dad's like at, at the my dad came and she, my dad's like, "Hey, this is this is uh this is Joe. Hey, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Lena's ex husband. Who are you?" Uh, he's like, you bought me this house. Uh, you bought us this house. I don't remember you. And I go, he's very, I don't, he's uh, very forgettable. Uh, and then, and then, he has that face. But it's funny because, like, my brother told me that like, her best friend died recently and they didn't tell her because they didn't want her to break her heart. And then she's 97 and they finally told her, like, hey, you know, your friend Rose died. And she goes, there's a silence. And she goes, I didn't like her anyway. Like, like, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! I guess when you have dementia, that's you know. Uh, so, so that's so that that's it. So that's 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 where I was. I just want to say. I'm sorry, uh, Adam. You're a good dude, and you know. No, I just want to tell mom if you're listening to the podcast in heaven, I I love you and uh, I miss you. I, I I truly truly miss you, and um, I I I I'm, I know you would find this funny, most of it at least. Uh, she did have a great sense of humor. I mean, like. She had she had the best sense of humor. Like I, when I went and saw her in the hospital, I said, "Mom, you got this. You got this. You're the most stubborn person I know." And she's like, "No, your dad is." You know? <laughs> and, and then she and then she loved the girl on my wrestling team. This girl that I coached, this girl Billy. She's like, "How's Billy doing? I can't believe she wrestles." Like, you know, she, a girl wrestling that's so great. You know, like she she loved that and and she loved the comedy shows and she she liked every one of my Facebook posts of mine, of my wife's, my ex girlfriend. She liked all her posts. Like. She was just a. Uh, she changed a lot, you know. I think we all changed, but I think she was in a much happier place in her second, her third marriage. She was in a really happier place. Three marriages. And I think that. Uh, Three point I think that she became a lot, you know, before she married. You know, there was a lot of addiction that ran in my our, our family, and she wasn't aware of that kind of shit. And I think as she got older, she became a lot more accepting, uh, a lot more compassionate, a lot more empathy for people, and. Her growth was unbelievable, and that really inspires me to grow, because it wasn't easy for her. And uh, and thank you, thank you for everything. So uh, that's that's where that's where I've been at. Uh, let's talk some fighting. So what did you guys think of Colby Covington? Uh, impressive the way he defended takedowns. <laughs> yeah, very impressive. I'm glad he's alive still. <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> he got out of that arena. <laughs> I, I like Colby. Uh, I think Colby, um, you know, I think Colby's one of those dudes who, uh, like, I, I know a different side of him, but I do think that he's also a guy that, like, he was always the guy that I used as, like, look, Americans don't really get behind our, our fighters like, like other countries do. Like, I know there's, yeah. lot, there's more of us and less of them, but you look at, like, Australia gets behind Whitaker, New Zealand gets behind Hunt. Ireland gets Whittaker's behind this. New, Whitaker's New Zealand. Oh yeah, like he's not even Australian. People get behind Brazil. Gets behind their guys. They're like rock stars. Where I go, a guy like Colby Covington will get lost in the shuffle. Um, and that same with like Kamaro Usman, and you can go down. You can go down the line of, of like Kevin Lee. And if these guys don't raise their voices, you Vince. I mean, if you don't raise your voices, sometimes you get you run that risk of just being that kind of good wrestler, solid fighter. 
but you don't want to have the the recognition of a guy like uh, who's the, who's the guy that like Ellenberger fought like uh, the guy that beat uh, the Gastelum Mike fought. Perry no the guy that Gastelum fought that was like uh, almost beat Gastelum that first time um, it was like one of Gastelum's hardest fights and he, he was just a solid fighter but he never got that type of he, Who talking about here? Hendrix? No, it was before Hendrix. Rick Story. Rick Story is a perfect uh, example of a guy who, if Rick Story lived in New Zealand, he'd be a fucking star. And if Rick Story lived in Ireland or England or Rick Story, but Rick Story had a chance to, to. He had a chance when he, if he didn't lose to Charlie Brenneman, he could have been fighting for a title uh, at some point. Like he, if you look at what he did, he won two, three, four. He won six in a row. He beat Johnny Hendrix. He beat Tiago Alves. He. He, he had lost. a chance for skill to get him to the title exactly shot. Exactly my point. He won six in a row and didn't get a title shot. And a guy like Rick Story, it's a, it's a different game now. And I think a guy like Colby Covington has a really good chance of being a Rick Story type person where he never gets the big payday. He never, people don't really know him. We look at Tony Ferguson, won like 10 fights in a row, didn't get a, didn't get a title shot. It shows you you have to win like eight, nine, ten fights just to be to, like... You have to win or you have to and do honestly, be loud. It honestly be shows loud. that there's no fucking rule to it and it's basically like whoever fucking it's, at the time is hot. You know whoever I mean? Dana's like, ah, that would make sense. That makes sense. But right yeah. now, Colby Covington, people are talking about him. I mean, yeah. granted, they're talking... And look... And he could be very easily right now because of that talk himself into a fucking title shot. But do you want a guy that's like shitting on another country? No, I don't like the way uh, he Fighting did it. for I think, a I don't title like shot? I, no, I don't. I think he could have been a more. Bad look. Look, I know he's in, he's in TNA wrestling, right? He he, he does is in Impact, yeah. Impact wrestling, right? So he he has that sort of. That's what he was going for. Was that shtick? Do I, I think he could have been a lot more clever with you guys are filthy animals yeah. in places of dump. He was like five days removed <laughs> from being on Impact wrestling. There was other ways, <laughs> other things you could have said that, that maybe would have had the same effect, um, but. You know, like I, I mean, he, he could have called me, and I would have been like, "Hey, other fighters do that. They hit me up. Big fighters hit me up and go, hey, give me some good shit talk about what to say.' And I, I, go, I don't even. Did you write that thing for him? The no, I in the front door, and I'll come in the back door. Like, <laughs> no, but I've wrote, I've written stuff for guys that like you're like, wow, this dude's a genius. I'm like, oh really? Uh, you know, but but the brainchild behind their badass talking's you. So what what, I, what I'm saying is that. There were other things he could have said that probably would have been, you know what I'm saying? Like, how then your place is a dump because now people are saying he's racist. I don't think calling someone a filthy animal is, is racist. Yeah, that's not a racist. He, he could have boosted Damien Maia and been like, this guy, like, I just fought the one of the best fighters in the world. He's like, it was a great, like, great fight. Now I want you, Tyrone. You, I beat him better than you beat him. He something like that. Would not be talking about him if he said that. He, people would not. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, I would not. I would have probably not even heard his name. <laughs> but what if he you had? Like, but if you had like, like a poem or like a rap song or something like a, <laughs> something a little different, you know, like that might have. There's, there could have been something he could have said that would have been funny. You know, he could have called Tyron like something. Even even his like retort of like his apology to Brazil. That was not an apology. That was it. Was fucking hilarious though. It was. It was. I want to apologize to the filthy animals, right? <laughs> let's say, let's say, let's say he did that, right? Let's say he goes, "Hey, Brazil." I've been calling you guys filthy animals all week. I just want to apologize to all the filthy animals, right? Like, that would have been hilarious. I think people would have, they would have, like, have been as, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sorry, you filthy animals. There's something he could, but you know what? Like I said, Colby, before my mom was sick, hit me up. Sorry about your mom. Afterwards, sorry about your mom. You know, like, I, I, I know a different side of Colby, as I know a different side of a lot of these guys. You haven't seen it? But, 
you know, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, but the Woodley fight is an interesting fight. I mean, on paper, I think it was Cormier said that who, I forgot who it was. Maybe it was somebody in the studio, Rashad Evans, maybe said he Woodley's better in every area. And I, I would have to disagree with that. I think yeah. when it comes to cardio, Colby's better. We have not seen Colby get tired in a fight. And yeah, we, have so seen, we have seen Woodley in a fight. And it's a five-round fight. Now, do I think Colby, do I think Woodley can knock him out? Absolutely. He can knock out anybody in that division. Anybody. Anybody, I think, at 85, he can knock out Tyron Woodley. Um, but in a five-round fight, if he can withstand those punches, and Woodley sometimes gets in his own head, he's his own worst enemy. He's not Kelvin Gastelum. Kelvin Gastelum is the guy who does not get in his head at all. He fights way above where he, he, he does in the gym, where Woodley sometimes, from his own coach, says, He was getting lit up, but like Damien was hitting him. If, if, Tyron, if Tyron hits like Colby that, like the way Damien was, yeah. it's a short, it's, a, but, it's but not that you, long of a night. But don't you think night. Colby, in some ways, is a smart fucking guy because he knew... He, look, what did he say? I'm going, American wrestling is going to win. I'm going to wrestle him. I'm going to take him down and beat him up. He didn't go for one takedown. None. So he's a smart guy. He knew as soon as he went to the ground, he was fucked. No, he, he did a little counter wrestling. He, he, ended up, he ended up on top. He kept it standing. So don't you think Kobe's going to know that if he gets touched by Woodley, he's going to get put to sleep? I think most people know that. Possibly, but you never know. Like, you, don't really, you don't really know that kind of thing until you put those two together. Because let's say like, he looked like, kind of sloppy in this last fight, like, like striking-wise. And who knows when he fights Woodley, maybe his his sloppiness is gonna like correspond into like good defense against him. You know what I mean? Like, right. you just never know. Right. Yeah, he'd I, have I, to wrestle. He'd have to really wrestle Tyron. I think just get him tired. But he's. I think Tyron's a, yeah, I think so as too. good of a wrestler than him. Though. Yeah, but I think I he's good enough to make it uh, competitive enough where you can get him tired. Not. Yeah, you know. I don't think he's as good for as long. I yeah, think that, yeah. I think he'll be a good wrestler in the first maybe two rounds. He carries a lot of muscle. Yeah, and I think that I think that'll I think if that's what uh, Cummington does, that would wear him out. Do you see what happened at, at the gym? So the uh, the guy left ATT, the jiu-jitsu coach. Uh, Laborio. Yeah, he left. I think it was was it him, right? Laborio, yeah. And then he and then he wrote this whole thing about it being Colby, one of the reasons he left because of that and hate speech and this and that. And then because he doesn't he, like Brazilians. And then he countered saying, "This guy left two years ago. He's full of shit." He, he, he didn't do anything. Like he's just getting a free meal ticket. All the he his thing back. His response was like, "Fuck this guy," and now people at the gym are angry. So now, uh, yeah, Dan Lambert came out and was like, "No, nah, he's been gone for two years." But, but did you see Colby's <laughs> response to that guy? I'm trying to pull it up. Oh my god! And then uh, and then Ben Saunders went nuts and made a video about Colby saying like, "How dare you?" He I guess he got a black belt under that guy and said, "How dare?" You? So this like uh, the problem with this is like. Uh, so I'm pulling up the response. This could right really put now. a bad. Uh, yeah, so he said uh, L- Ricardo Laborio is a joke. That guy's been out of AT&T for over two, three years. That guy's a complete joke trying to use my name and my fame and the Brazil stuff to put him over and make him look good, like the good guy from AT&T. Yeah. So then and Dan Lambert said, yeah, he's been out of AT&T for a while. So then Ben Sounders like, went crazy, made a video on the underground, like just going crazy on... Uh, and Ben Saunders actually would be a, a good matchup against Colby. Is he self-managed now? I saw that on the front page of, uh, I believe, uh, he's now on uh, mix, the front page of MixedMartialArts.com. You got to see Ben's response. Yesterday. I, I, ben, you know, I've hung out with Ben Saunders. He is a very even-tempered guy. Like, he is just a, Ben Saunders is not a guy to flip out. Yeah, Ben Saunders announces self-management. 
Well, I mean, uh, Ben Stoner's is, is a problem for a lot of people. He's a, he's a legitimately, but he, he, so look at his his response. He's a fucking awkward guy to deal with, too. <clears throat> I don't okay. hear anything. There you go. Stop. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to play Ben Stoner's response. Yeah, this definitely is a message for Kobe, Kobe Tanner, however the fuck you say your last name, bro. You gotta fucking come out and fucking talk shit about Ricardo Laborio. Are you joking me? He didn't fucking disrespect you, you little fucking bitch. You gotta come out, call him a scumbag, call him a fucking con man. Are you joking me? American Top Team wouldn't even fucking be here if it wasn't for him. Why don't you fucking do your research, bitch? Obviously, Dan Lambert fucking needed that motherfucker to even start American Top Team. Dan Lambert being a motherfucking millionaire. Um, whatever the fuck you're talking about, shut the fuck up. Stylistically, I fucking put you to sleep, bitch. On the feet, I fuck you up. In the clinch, I fucking put you to sleep. On the ground, I make you my bitch. Keep talking that shit, man. Keep running your fucking mouth. Rankings don't mean a goddamn thing. Stylistically, I make you a highlight reel. <laughs> so, so Ben's very happy with those comments of Colby. Uh, uh, well rehearsed. I mean, what, what do you think, uh, Vince? Ben's like a lot more ghetto than I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> Way more hood, right? Yeah, dude, that dude's hood. <laughs> I had no idea. I thought he was like a little white suburbia, goofy-looking fucking nerd kid. No, no. I, I never had anybody, like, uh, somebody... Been called a motherfucker in the most respectful way. Like yeah. that motherfucker, God, is, what, you he uh, says what's it's a so beer nice. for that so, motherfucker? So majestically. Um, yeah, you know, I I understand. You know, Ben is a is a loyal dude, and the thing about Colby, he's pissing off a lot of people, but he's in a lot of people's mouths right now. A lot of people are talking about him. So yeah, he he had an announcement. So I guess this is an official announcement that I will no longer be representing the American Top Team. I guess this was part of the whole. Yeah, coincided with it. But you know what? I know a lot of people are going to leave ATT. I mean, I know that he always had a problem with a lot of the uh, the prob- people from the Brazil, as well as some of the guys from. Oh, so from, ATT uh, manages their guys. I didn't know oh, what he meant by that by self managing. Or also the Dagestan yeah. guys. I know that Colby had a problem with those guys as well. He says a lot of those guys stay to themselves, don't really intermingle. But that's life. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Of, a lot of gyms are like that, where you have like your, especially big gyms like that, where you're gonna have your groups of friends. It's like fucking high school, dude. Where it's a click. People don't. Yeah, that's yeah. how it works. So Colby's not here to make friends, even from teammates. Uh, but look, he can back it up. How? Do, I mean, right now, okay. So we're looking at the rankings. It's it's Tyron Woodley, and then who? After that, you gotta go what Wonder Boy, and and then Colby's ranked third. Yeah, and I know. I know um, let me pull him Who's up. Who's he finding right now? Steven, she- RDA is ranked fifth, I believe. That's right. So, what's Colby ranked? Uh, let's see. I'll pull it up for people. Colby, they, got, they got him at third. He just jumped everyone. I mean, so he jumped everyone. He's ranked third. It does make sense that he, w- he would have that big of a jump, but it's. I mean, he beats Maya. He's ranked third. Colby's a problem for a lot of people. You know, he's also a guy that got. Choked out by Warley Alves, but that was a long time ago, and he learned from no, that. He, he beats Maya, and they put him ahead of Masvidal. Well, him and Masvidal are teammates. Well, because Masvidal uh, lost to Maya, so yeah, I, I guess you got to oh, put him yeah, ahead of there. Right. And Condit's been out a little bit. Who's uh, Condit fighting next? RDA, right? No, who's Condit fighting? Uh, not sure if there is a Condit fight. There yeah, might be. He's fighting Magni. Uh, yes, oh, yes, yeah, he is. He's, he's going to kill Magni, I think. Yeah. It's a good style matchup, but 
Yeah. Why has he been gone so long? Because uh, Wand, uh, Woodley kicked him in the leg that time and oh, fucked up his real? leg. Yeah. He's been fucked up yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about this week's fights. Uh, UFC 217. More stacked than John Jones' medicine cabinet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is, is going to be a good fight. Uh, so many good fights. I think Bisbing beats GSP. Uh, I, I think that, number one, GSP's fought one time in the last five years. The last time he fought Uber and Lyft with the name of Roy Jones at the gym. I mean... <laughs> I mean, seriously, last time he fought, Caitlyn Jenner could still pee standing up. It's, 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 last it's, time he fought, yeah, USADA wasn't even around, huh? No, USADA wasn't around. I, I mean, he hasn't fought in a long time. Uh, for, I mean, one, in, one time in the last five years. That's like, or like as Khabib calls it, a full training camp. But, <laughs> but I think that... Uh, All right, there's the fight card for you guys. If they would have fought five years ago, I would say GSP... Oh, that's right. Because Bisbing's wrestling would be his Achilles heel. But his wrestling has gotten so much better since moving from England to the U.S. He's wrestling with great guys. He's got a great camp. His striking's got better. Perillo's been a great coach for him. He's pulling his... I mean, he's knocking... He's, his power has actually gotten up in the last couple of years. Yeah. Whereas other guys, it's like your power fades. And I don't... And I've been... I've stood next to Bisbing. I've stood next to GSP. He's a lot bigger. A lot bigger. Yeah, I don't know why... G, I mean... I honestly un- under- don't really understand why this matchup happened. Like, GSP's been out a while, and they're going to give him a title shot, yes, but why in a weight class above him, too? Like, I don't understand. Like, Well, what- they're saying because he, ti- he, he retired as a champ, so he still technically is the champ. I, I, I get giving him a title shot. Yeah, but of welterweight, not middleweight? But I'll tell you why. Because WME bought the UFC, and they did <laughs> statistics, and they said this guy has the most views, and him coming back will have the most eyeballs on the, th- the thing, and that financially makes the most sense. But also, like, if Bisbing wins, now he's the 185-pound... I mean, if he wins, he's the 85-pound champion. Yeah. So he's going to fight he Romero, Whitaker, and Rockhold. Yeah, like... That's, uh, I don't, and then I, what? He's going to jump down to 72 and fight at 70. He's going to get a title shot at 70. He's going to McGregor this well, shit. Well, they're trying to do McGregor, Biz, uh, GSP. That's the, the fight that they want to make. I like that fight just from, like, uh, I like fights that almost never happen happening. I don't. I think that's kind of stupid. I think that's a dumb fight. I don't really Why? care to watch them fight. Well, I don't really... Well... I mean, I'm a, I was kind of a fan of George Champ here, but his last fights, he kind of was got boring on me, and I kind of fell off the fell off his wagon a little bit. But I don't know. I just kind of think like that's stupid for him to come back and then just oh, I want to fight McGregor. Like you know what I mean? Like is that was that his mission the whole time? Payday. Well, to me, that's like the, payday, the best. Yeah. That makes the most sense because McGregor has fought at 170 before. This dude never fought at 85. That's why it doesn't make yeah, any it sense. Ma- it yeah. makes sense only in that aspect that he has done two fights at 170 in within the last year and a half. So I don't see this fight even. I don't know. I, I think Bisbing wins, and I'm happy for him. Uh, I just think he's been too active. He's been more active than Usher's herpes, and I think that uh, <laughs> I, think, I think he's too big. I think so too. So yeah, I just. But I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm curious. More curious. Than they excited. got GSP as the as the favorite too on the betting lines. Really? Yeah. I give GSP definitely like the skill advantage, but I give. Like Michael Bisping, like the fighter advantage. Like he's more of a fighter than than he's been in the ring. Yeah. But do you think he, he was on roids? Because that's what he uh, people were saying that he has a HGH gut. And uh, you think he was taking stuff? He might have been. Really? He's a slight he, yeah. favorite now. Who knows? It was bigger. It was bigger on some other uh, uh, lines. Mm. And then uh, also, but the next fight on this card: TJ versus Cody. This fight can go either way. It's like it's like Vince. Um, I just, I honestly, <laughs> keep my fucking secrets. Who do I think wins this fight? I think people are really overlooking TJ, 
And TJ's last two fights were against John uh, against Whitaker. Um, I mean, John Lineker, <coughs> and against uh, the other uh, Brazilian dude that's really good. The guy that beat him, that he came back and won, which I thought he won that first time. Uh, but you saw how good John Lineker looked last week. The dude is a monster. Yeah, he is. And TJ just ran For through 35 him. For 35 too, he's fucking huge. Cody Nolov was a 3-1 to one underdog before Dominic Cruz. People were picking Cruz left and right. I think, may, and now he's, he's, the, he's the champ, and he gets engaged, and he's got all these friends and all these Twitter followers, and he won't text me back personally. Well, shit, he hasn't fought since Cruz, huh? No, he hasn't fought since Cruz. Just living that fucking rock star lifestyle. And oh, Cody? Yeah. And I just think that... I forgot about that. He hasn't fought since I think Cruz. people are, are letting their feelings get involved of picking this fight. They're like, oh, well, TJ is not as cool as Cody, or he's a snake, or he left... For Dwayne Ludwig, first of all, Team Alpha Male now has no head coach. Their head coach left. They got Justin Buckhold. No, Buckhold is now the the Muay Thai coach once a week. He's no longer their head coach. Oh no. Yeah. Who's there? Who's coaching? I don't know. I know they. Kevin Spacey. Who's that guy that won the Ultimate Fighter that only did a couple fights and stopped fighting in the UFC? Uh, Chris Holdsworth. Yeah, I know he's coaching over there as well. Yeah, they have different coaches now. Wait, they don't quit fighting. He got concussions, which they say that the concussion he got. Was because TJ cheap shotted him. He went on MMA Hour this week and confirmed it. Yeah, that that they were like spar. They were rolling around and then basically he took him down or one of them took him down. He got upset, so he kneed him in the head on the ground, and that's basically what ended his his uh, career. No way. Yeah, so that's that's fucked up. Yeah, and he said he definitely got concussions, and that's why he wanted to get out. So Holdsworth versus uh, Holdsworth is good too. Anyway, so TJ versus Cody. I think people are, are are. Hopping on the Cody train because of how good he looked against Dominic Cruz. Yes, he also knocked out that dude from Brazil that looked unbeatable before him. Um, the guy that, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, um, that he, insane guy. That, I think. The guy that beat Bergeron. Are you talking about Almeida? Yeah, yeah. Almeida. Thomas Almeida. He, but uh, I, I don't know. I think he, I think, honestly, I didn't, I didn't put a lot of faith in Cody until he fought Cruz because then. You know, he he's always talked about what a good boxer he is and yada yada, but I never I never really saw it. But then when he fought Cruz, like it all came out and I saw it. I think Dillashaw is a lot like very dynamic and I think uh I think Cody's gonna be hard for Dillashaw to to be able to throw his combos like he is. Mm. But I do give like Dillashaw definitely the the experience and, and kinda like the the fight, honestly, like I, I feel like Dillashaw has an advantage over Garbrandt in in the fight all around. But, but also, I don't feel like he'll beat Garbrandt. I don't know. I mean, the thing about TJ, people are sleeping on him. You shouldn't look past TJ unless it's Tijuana because it's because uh, <laughs> then people are. I think it's only because TJ is like super huge because he beat Burrell. Like that was his his claim to fame. You know what I mean? The one guy who beat the guy who couldn't be beaten. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Demolished him fucking twice. twice. Yeah. So, but I mean, you look at the fights he's lost, right? A lot of people thought that TJ beat Dominic Cruz. Um, it was very, very close. It was a close fight. Very yeah, close. I was there. It was, it was tough to score, but I, I think I gave it to Dominic on some takedowns. It was, it was, it was extremely close. It was very close, and it wasn't a, a rematch could have been made. And the other fight he lost yeah. to uh, what's his name to the to the Brazilian guy who he lost to he who he beat. Uh, Dillashaw. Yeah, the, the fight he lost the first time to uh, that he beat his last. He's really, really good. Oh, the, the guy, guy that's ranked fifth. The guy who beat um he beat Caraway. Uh, the guy from Georgia. Um. Yeah, right. Exactly. Stan train with him. So, all of his losses have been either what split decisions or contested or very very close losses. He could easily be undefeated right now, TJ Dillashaw. And uh, I don't know. 
Cody Nolov's been knocked out before. I mean, knocked out in. Oh, yeah. Rafael uh, Asuncio. Asuncio. He got knocked out as an amateur. Okay. But the pressure's on Cody because Cody's a champ. And everyone's focusing on Cody. Yeah. And Team Alpha Male's got all kinds of stuff going on. Whereas, you know, this other guy. I feel like has got a little pressure too because that's kind of like he was the champ and he's got he's like fighting his way back. You know what I mean? So I feel like he's got some pressure too behind him. I can't wait for this fight. That's, this is the Definitely. fight I'm looking forward to the most, actually. Because he just had some hiccups to get himself back to like title. He's had to, shots. yeah, he's had to do two, win two fights. Yeah. Um, Namajunas versus Janjacek. I got Janjacek all day. I like Rose, but this other girl is just. The best striker in MMA, I think. Yeah. I mean, including the guys. I can't think of a better striker than this girl. She's pretty good. I know, man. I kind of want to go Rose on this one just because that chick is such a fucking beast. I feel like, yes, Joanna will throw, like, some punches, and, and, like, she's going to be eating a lot of punches for sure. But I feel like she'll eat those punches and still come forward and, like, just rough up Joanna a little bit, I think. Yeah, but she's got to take her into a deep water. I feel like, she's I feel a lot like smaller than her, though, no? She is, but she's a fucking pit bull, man. Like, that chick is, like, that chick's a little beast. <laughs> she is a beast. She is a beast. But I just, I don't know. I think Joanna's going to win this. And I just want to say, when I saw her wearing makeup, it was kind of awkward. I was like, oh. who is that? Rose? Yeah. She's hot. <laughs> she is. I didn't realize With the it. long hair. With the short <laughs> she got that hair model she look. Little, what? She's got, like, that model look, like those short-haired models. I don't that. like the short hair on her. She looks a little <laughs> too much like a little boy, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> She's got to have at least a pixie. But, um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be pullable. I mean, no, I mean, she's a girl. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> Joanna, uh, but when she had long hair, and I mean, she's she stunning. Right there. Stunning. Pat Barry, good job with that. Very good job, Pat Barry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a monster. What a big size difference between boyfriend and girlfriend in that relationship. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. And he's half black. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about the penis. And that's like a... Oh, makes her like, tougher. Makes her tougher. What? Uh, makes Ronda, her tougher? Ronda and Travis. Uh, yeah, but Ronda's a, a 150 a pounder. I mean, she's 35. She's around 150. This girl walks around at 120 yeah. tops. That's true. Um, and Pat Barry <laughs> he just yeah. uses it to beat himself off and just tosses it oh, yeah. I, can't, I can't imagine what goes on there <laughs> uh, so, so much bigger than her um, and now Hendricks versus Boricina. I is that how you say it? who? this guy who's 11 and 0 10 and 0 with 9 knockouts the guy hits harder than your bong uh, I mean he's <laughs> he looks like he's fucking 12 years old but on Every piece of steroid there is in this fucking planet, dude. This guy's I don't know what Johnny Hendricks is doing in this fight. I mean, where is the upside? Uh, he's, he's lost, what, up? six of his last nine, I believe? He lost, when he lost to Gastelum, that should have been it. Because he just looked so terrible. I he's mean, saying he's good because he, he's not sick this time. He's, uh, did he train at Jackson's? I heard he went to Jackson's. Oh, uh, yeah. I think he's got a lot of emotional issues, that guy, because he's so up and down like with everything. He had that restaurant go out of business, I believe. Yeah. The uh, Big Rigs Barbecue or something. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, he's such a nice guy. Have you ever hung out with him? He's the sweetest guy. Mm-hmm. He's like a, it's like a big farmer. He's he basically he's just a nice person. He was the scariest wrestler in college, man. He was so mean. He was a five-time state champion in high school. He's been doing this for a long time. I think he got burned out. I think he just burned out. Maybe. Huh? But why are you gonna fight this guy? This guy is. I mean, this is what I'm talking about. The UFC. This is not as uneven as BJ Penn versus Yair Rodriguez. But it's in that realm. It's a, it's a former champ the, uh, taking on a possible form. It's a guy champ. who got knocked out by Tim Bosch's last fight. His nickname's The Eraser. <laughs> it's a guy who got knocked out by... by yeah. In English. In English. Barlow, The Eraser, Costa. He's a guy who got knocked out by Tim Bosch's last fight, who's fighting at a weight class he should not be at. 
He's not. He's a one seventy pounder fighting a, fighting an eighty five pounder. Whoa, whoa, whoa! He is not a one seventy. He's an eighty five pounder. He I got think. lucky making one seventy those times. He should be a seventy five or eighty pounder. They just don't have those. Okay, weight let's. Say, well, he's fought most of his fights at one seventy. And now he's fighting a guy <laughs> who's a knockout specialist, a guy who just knocks people the out. Racer. What are we doing here? Why are we doing this? And look, he could win, and I hope he wins. I think he'll win. But I don't know. I mean. This dude and his diets. Remember, he was with that one guy who I liked. This guy Lou, whatever his name is. He came in like underweight, and he had like a six pack. What? But, yeah, and then he got murdered. <laughs> yeah, this Here dude's a this dude's a monster. He's a fucking monster. This guy, and he just knocks people out. And now I don't want to see Hendricks like this. This is this is my champion. This is my He's college. A southpaw too. No, I think I think it's mirrored. How much money does Hendricks need? That's weird. He lives in fucking some ranch. It's like eighty bucks a month for rent out there. <laughs> He's a big dude, this guy. He eats a lot. He does eat a lot. I mean, Hendricks is gonna like. He goes to his stool and. Asks and you know for a what? Menu. Too Texas has like the best food ever. Ever. Like, ever. 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 I ate at this place, Rudy's, in like Austin. It's a gas station. It was like the best bar I've ever had in my fucking life. <laughs> and white girls have the best asses in Texas. Oh yeah, because they they're, they're fat. My lord, asses and like yeah. This Texas looks like he's fighting a fifty-five pounder though. I don't know. I, this he's dude a is like dude. a. a I don't want to see Hendricks get fucking laid out. I really don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Where's it happen? I know. Come on, goddammit. Put him down already. There we go. Fights at MSC. <laughs> it's the uh, first time Hendricks is going to be near a Big Apple, by the way. <laughs> don't eat it. Don't eat it. So, yeah, this dude's a monster. What oh are we my doing God. here? Armbar what? Punch you in the face. That's my defense. Oh, uh, he, he swings very hard. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel bad for Johnny. I hope he wins. Yeah, this guy's a fucking. This oh, yeah. guy, I think and this guy still lives in, in the caveman times. I remember when he was times. a champion, right? He was. I remember Hendricks that guy was, tapped before the choke was even. Back when that Hendricks, dude's a caveman. Back when Hendricks was the champion, my friend asked him, "Like, hey, what's your goal?" And he's like, "Honestly, I got like three girls now, and if I have a boy, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop fighting. All I want is twenty more acres." He goes, "Then I'm done." That was this was like five years ago. Twenty more acres. Yeah, or something from his farm. All right, so Curtis Blades is fighting uh, Alexi. Olenek, the guy that just beat Travis Brown. This dude's like 60 years old. He has over, <laughs> he has 63 fights. His first Wh- which fight are we talking about? The Curtis Blades, Blades. who's fighting Alexi Olnecki. This guy's got hey. 63 fights. His first four were against Polio. Uh, I don't know why this is... And the plague. I was there, though, when he fought Travis Brown, and Travis almost won that fight. He should have won that fight. He's uh, like Travis Brown almost won a lot of fights until he gets slapped in the chin, and then he just... Travis Brown. Yeah, he he's always winning fights, and then he gets hit, and then yeah, and then he just never recovers. When he gets hit, he does not recover. Has he won since dating Ronda? I think he won. He's been one in five since then, right? Yeah, it's all losses. That's <laughs> the, it's the curse. The curse of the the Rousey vagina. Um, so uh, yeah, so I got Curtis Blades as a college wrestler, stud guy. His only loss is to uh, Nganu, which was actually a pretty close fight. Uh, before You're choosing blades on this one? What? You're choosing blades? E- yeah, easily. I got Olnick. Come on, really? Yeah. He's 40 years old. Too. He's good, though. I'm going for the Russian Randy Couture. Yeah, he really, <laughs> that's what he is. He's that's what Russian, he looks like. He's the Russian Randy Couture without the 20-year-old girlfriend. The boa constrictor. Uh, yeah, Randy not was, a fitting name for it's a funny, Randy's uh, kid, you know, Ryan came to my show with his wife, and I'm like, oh, Ryan was, uh, Randy would have came, but he couldn't get a babysitter for his wife. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Mickey Gall 
is fighting Brown. Uh, the guy, uh, what's his first name, Brown? He's the guy Randy. that was Randy Brown. Randy Rude Boy Brown. He was the guy from the um, Is he rude? Looking for a fight. I, I got Mickey Gall. Randy, I thought was really good, and then he lost to a good dude in. Um, I thought he was good too. He lost to a good dude. No, he lost he to the guy from Rufus Ford. That was uh, not good. The guy who Alan beat, Bilal Muhammad. But I'm just saying, Bilal seemed to expose a lot of Randy's Randy's issues. Sometimes you lose to a guy, you're like, oh, okay. And you could have an off night. Yeah. It happens yep. to everybody. But Mickey Gall, I think, um, is a blessing and a curse what happens. Why is he standing like that, though? Does he have to poop? I think that's the only way he knows he how to stand. He so he doesn't shit himself? Mickey's a big guy. You ever met Mickey? Nah. Tall, big dude. He's and 74 inches. What, 72, six feet, right? Is that 6'2"? And so far, it's so funny. He's had the funniest career so far. So far, he's beaten. Don't you math? <laughs> so far, he's beaten uh, CM Punk, Sage Northcutt, and uh, and somebody else. <laughs> like, what a fucking wrestler! Maybe this guy Randy Brown doesn't have enough star power to get. Yeah, Mickey why Gall is he fighting excited? Randy Rude Boy Brown then? Who should he be fighting? He's not star enough for him. Yeah. So uh, I, I think I think Gall's Gall's are really good on the ground. I think if CM Punk got a rematch, he'd beat Gall. No, come on. <laughs> Fucking gall bladder. <laughs> so, so all right, uh, also James Vick versus Joe Duffy. Oh, this, this is a good fight. That's this a great is fight. a good fight. Um, a lot of people are picking Duffy, but James Vick has fucking power, and he's he's got so much power. You know hands. what? James Vick is a friend of mine, and I've sparred with that dude, and he's fucking super lanky, hard to deal with. Duffy, I definitely give the the striking like technicalness the boxing to. Boxing over him. He was a the guy was a Golden Glove boxer. Duffy's yeah, no joke on his feet, yeah, too. I, I still think Duffy has better he's got boxing. The, he's got the McGregor win. Yeah, I think he's got... Well, I don't yeah, care but that was that. before McGregor did uh, boxing. Right, go on. Um, but, okay. but Vic is a hard dude to deal with, and I think uh, if Vic can keep his, Vic can keep his range, uh, keep Duffy at his range and his chin down and not expose himself like he has been, I think he, he might be able to squeeze it with a so big they got Duffy Duffy 55 or 45? 55. Vic is so tall. For the, he I mean, is, he's what, 6'2"? Yeah, he's 6'2", I think, or 6'3". I mean... Six three. I think a lot of it depends on Vic's weight cut as well, because if he had a bad weight cut, that could fuck him up. Because six but three, he, he should not be fifty five. Nah, he doesn't really have too many issues cutting weight. I don't think. Seems pretty lean. Yeah, we're on the show. I was heavier. I was like me, I think, and Mike Kiss were the heaviest ones. We we walk around like two hundred. Everyone else is that, like a little lighter. I hope James wins because he's such a yeah, he's such a, such a good old boy too. He is. He's such a cool dude. His first like eight fights were at the barbecue in his family's house. Like, <laughs> he's just one of those dudes. Uh, I I, I, like I like Vic. I like Vic a lot. I like you know, although Duffy is a class act. I had him on the podcast, and he couldn't have been nicer and a sweet guy. And you know, I thought Duffy was going to be a huge superstar in the UFC, and not that he won't. Me too, because of McGregor. Thing, McGregor kind of quiet. But then that Poirier fight derailed yeah. him. But and it was one. That's of those, another guy I want to fight. I kind of want to fight Poirier too. I think that'd be a fun fight. Call him out. Yeah. What's up, Poirier? You want to fight me? Poirier. He's he's got a big fight coming up, right? Uh, yeah, he's fighting Pettis, someone, right? Yeah, yeah, he's fighting Pettis. I think he. I think he'll beat Pettis. I think. Yeah. Poirier is so. also a guy that gets in his own yeah, head. though. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. If Pettis is good with his kicks, I think Pettis can easily get the win. Poirier has fights where I'm like, I thought Poirier. Like I, I texted Poirier's coach against Michael Johnson, and I go, "How's he?" I guess I texted Dean because I was betting back then. I go, "How's he look?" He goes. It's about a sure thing you're ever going to see. And then he gets knocked out and like around, you know, by Michael Johnson. He's like, I meant the other way around. Sorry. And then, but then against Joe Duffy, I'm like, oh, Duffy's going to beat Poirier. Like, and then Poirier, and that was a great fight, but Poirier won. He's one of those dudes that, I wouldn't say inconsistent because all the guys he's losing to are studs and beating are studs. Like but he can be super hit and miss. Yeah. yeah. A Korean zombie. I, I did not think the Korean zombie was going to beat Poirier. Yeah, dude. And then what happened to him too? He kind of fell off too because he what he got did he get drafted or something? That's why. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Which I guess is good if you have an army in Korea, you want the Korean zombie on your team. Yeah, right. But I think he would do more for the country in the UFC than he would being in the army. You know, a guy like that, That's I don't know. As Bermuda is, yeah. Uh, also, Walt Harris is fighting Godbeer. The rematch that should have happened three weeks ago after he got <laughs> choked out by Verdum. Walt Harris. This is crazy. Uh, yes. Wow. I hope Walt Harris wins. He's pretty funny because he, he said after he lost, he goes, "Hey UFC, oh my can you give God. me a particip- participation like- trophy?" <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy's nickname, Mark the Hand of God Beer. <laughs> His nickname is the Hand of. <laughs> he's a British guy, and uh, he's a perfect guy for Walt Harris. What's your nickname, the Hand of? I mean, Walt God Harris. Beer. You talk about a guy who had like the best of worst luck. I mean, he goes to fight Verdum on one day's notice. I hope they bumped him some cash. They had to have. They had to, right? Yeah. Maybe. To fight a guy that's one of the best heavyweights of all I'm time. I'm wondering, like, how do you end up with the name Godbeer? Like, that had to have been made up. Like, did your, like, did someone get so fucked up when they were introducing England, himself? He was they so like drinking, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just slurred it and that's what it sounded like. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'm picking Harris. You guys? How funny. Mm, I'm going to go Harris, too. Yeah, I'd probably go Harris, but I don't know how much that fight fucked him up. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if Godbeer has any submissions. I'm sure he does. Has like a guillotine. Seventeen percent of his wins are by submission. But he has two wins. Um, no, how, how, how many wins? <laughs> 12, 12, <laughs> Twelve wins. Twelve, 12, 12 and three. What's the record? Twelve and three. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, maybe. Which isn't bad. Uh, his I just, takedown accuracy is like half. But Let's the fights see. that I've seen him in, he just stands there and, and throws punches, which I think is the wrong. Strategy against Walt Harris. Um, we'll see. Hand of God beer. I can't get over that. It's pretty That's good. That's amazing. I thought uh, mine was good. A bunch, a lot of TK. He's never been to a decision. Yeah. I want one decision, but every other fight has been finished. Either he Okay, I'm going God beer. I'm going really? I'm going God beer. Really? But TKO, 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 TKO. But that's Harris's forte is standing there and throwing punches. I know, but I kind of want I kind of wanted to give God beer the the benefit of the doubt just cuz it looks different there. Yeah, that's not him. That's before beer. That's just Mark God. He's all clean shaven. That's a respectable human being. Andrew, who are you picking? No tattoos. I'm gonna go Godbeard as well. And now he looks—he's like he, six foot four. Now he as looks well. like he eats babies. Big, big guy. Yeah, but I'm going fight of the night maybe on this one. Though. This really? Could, this, this could be a performance of the there's night. There's gonna one. be a knockout. They're gonna stand in the middle and just uh, give the fans what they want. Yeah, I'm gonna go for Godbeard. I'm gonna switch. What's crazy about like, based on the I'm nickname? Trader, yeah. yeah. Nickname. What's crazy about like jujitsu? <laughs> looks like a savage. I want to see him knock this dude out. I remember like Damian Maya saying he loved jujitsu. I think he, after he choked out Chael Sonnen, I think it was. He said uh, he loves jujitsu because you can beat somebody and not hurt them. And I think Verdum, this is an example of something that like, the guy lost two weeks fun. ago to Verdum, but didn't necessarily get hurt. He just got tapped. He got caught. Money, I got money. It's a different kind of pain, though. That pride, that pride will get you sometimes. That's worse. Yeah, of course. But it's not going to prevent you from fighting in two weeks. Yeah, that's true. Uh, which is interesting. Um, which is bullshit. I wanted to fight after my last one. What the <laughs> hell's going on here, dude? Uh, OSP, this guy loses and gets another fight. OSP versus Corey Anderson. Now, fight. if OSP wins by Von Fluchoke again, I, I'm going to like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to run a mile or something. I don't know what I'm going to do, but... Corey Overtime Anderson. Corey yeah, has to know... as the favorite. Uh, Prue is? Yeah. Corey has to know that Von Fluchoke is coming, right? I mean, right? Everyone's going to see this coming. Well, just, just don't like, hold on to the head. Just don't hold on to the head. When you lose the guillotine, just let go of it. 
It's like talking to somebody who does CrossFit. You know they're going to tell you they do yeah, CrossFit. <laughs> Same with the vegans and vegans. stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, I mean, right? Is there any way... Now, Corey Anderson's got good wrestling, not great striking. Pretty even in all the body I'm going, going St. Prue. Yeah. OSP. He's got a lot of momentum. Corey's last... He lost his last fight in England, right? He lost on that Alan Jabon card. Uh, I think it was... I don't right? know, but I know St. Prue is... Uh, he's actually like starting to evolve now. I've seen a little bit in his... In his I'll tell you, I didn't think that John Jones had a... I, I didn't know he had a chin until I went to the OSP John Jones fight. And OSP cracked him one time. You could just hear it, dude. And I was there, and Jones... <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Manoa. Jimmy Manoa, right. Jones walked right through it. That punch by OSP. There was a couple... Well, even the... Um, who was the, the guy from Stockholm? Uh... Gustafson? Yeah, even Gustafson cracked him. And John he cracked him, but OSP, like, OSP hit him. OSP hit him and hard. And he didn't even, like, flinch. And I was like, whoa, okay. It's just, it's just so sad that John Jones Cocaine's right now, drug. Right? if John Jones was still <laughs> fighting, it wouldn't even be in the... Like, did he, did he ever get suspended from that, uh, that test? Still going on. Because I saw something saying that he might not, and then he might, and then now it's like, Demetrius knows what's real? Fake news. No disrespect to Demetrius Johnson. But he would not be the pound for pound best fighter in the world, in my opinion. Demetrius Johnson, I agree. If John he Jones only weighs a pound, if John Jones was still fighting, uh, I mean, John Jones would. Be I the think hand- he's the best martial artist uh, in in UFC. I, I think he's so well rounded. But John's the best fighter. You can't. Like, he's you the can't best shoot fighter. Him though, you know what I mean? Like, of course. But if he was fighting, well, yeah. But if he was fighting right now and active and didn't do all this, get popped for roids twice. And it was beating Daniel Cormier the way he beat Cormier. Yeah, dude. There would be no... I don't think there would be any question of whether or not he's the best of all time. And, but now there's going to be asterisks left and right. I don't. I still don't think there's a question for me. I, I still put him as the best of all time. And he's had such fucking layoffs. Yeah, I'm but like, you, when the guy gets popped for steroids twice, you, you're out, to me, you're out of that discussion. Not, yeah. not to me. Okay, is Barry Bonds the best hitter, home run hitter of all time? Technically, yes. Even yeah. though he took steroids? Yeah. Really? I think Alex Rodriguez is the best hitter of all time, and he got popped for steroids, and he has almost oh, no. 700 home runs, 3,000 hits, 2,000 RBIs. You're an honest guy. 2,000 runs. You have character. 14-time All-Star. Vince, you? I think he's a 12-time Silver Slugger Award winner. No doubt he was the most <laughs> effective hitter, but is he the best? I mean... Natural, we gotta say natural hitters. Yeah, natural? It's, it's. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I would. I agree with you. I wouldn't say that. Asterix. Asterix. I don't know. I would look, we'll look at Vitor. <laughs> TRT Belfort was the best fighter in the history of the fucking world ever. I mean, look what he did to Rockhold, Bisbing, Dan Henderson. They were not lasting out of the first round with this fucking guy. He almost TRT John Jones in the arm and half. I mean, it was a different it was it was a, he was a monster. He was a 19-year-old Vitor again, dude. But then off TRT, uh, he called out CM Punk. People were picking Punk. Uh, like there was actual there was, actual, there was an actual debate. I mean, Gastelum knocked him out in one round. I love Kelvin. No disrespect to Kelvin. I love Kelvin. But that Kelvin I don't think was knocking out TRT Belfort in one round. No. Based on, you got to think, what, what about 20 years from now? Are we saying, do, 20 years from now, does the steroids really stay in people's now, minds? Jones is the biggest fuck-up in the history of sports, of MMA. Not the history, but one of the biggest fuck-ups to where he could have been. Yeah, he, He's going to be in the same category as Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, sure would have But there was Darryl times Strawberry. when John wasn't on roids, and he, the, the early career, he and was... there was a time that LT wasn't taking fucking... And Brian Bosworth in high school was a fucking beast. But what, what are we talking about here? Yeah, and if it wasn't steroids, what was it? He was partying, he was coke, he was all coked up or doing something. Like, 
Yeah. But the steroids is the thing that gets me because yeah. it's like, and it's against fucking, and I think also the fact that Cormier is such a beloved athlete and you, it's also like, ah, you beat, you had, he, you did it against him. He broke the knockout seal too. It's just, it's, uh, like, it's like you cheated. fucks with a fighter. It's like cheating on Margaret Thatcher. Yeah. Like, like you, <laughs> you fucked around on the Queen of England. Like, really? Uh, Mother yeah. Nature. I have a weird out, outlook on this whole steroid you know thing. You're friends with him. You I grew am. Up I know. Him. I'm, I'm so biased. Fucking biased. <laughs> so biased. And does, 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 does he call you back? He texts you back when you text him. I don't even hit him up because oh, I know. Why not? Wow, Adam's still a little hurt about that. Cody. Because of what he's going, I, I don't. Because I know not to hit someone <laughs> up right now. Like, oh, that. oh, really? When they're at their lowest, is that the time to not hit someone up? I, I, I don't know if he's very uh, lowest. Well, hit him up for drugs, but fucking, you can hit him up for like, hey man, yeah, do drugs with him. Hey mean, man, sorry, what you're going through. Just weed. We've not, done weed back like maybe ten years ago. No, sorry, what you're going through. I'm here for you if you need anything. I think I did text him that. I got no response. Yeah. So. Okay. Thanks. No, case closed. I'm 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 I'm, I'm done, Your Honor. Okay, so uh, Masvidal Wonderboy. Uh, <laughs> this one again, man. This is gonna be a, this is a tough fight to call. Uh, I you mean, see Wonderboy fighting with Bisping and uh, like yeah, that was yesterday. Awesome. Uh, they were fighting. No, Wonderboy was Masvidal for Bisping. Yeah, Masvidal was yeah. fighting with Bisping. Yeah. I mean, look on paper, this is a hard fight to call because on paper, Wonderboy is the better striker. The better karate guy. You got to go Masvidal's better on the ground. But who's tougher? I, before the Woodley fight, I would say Masvidal, yeah. hands down, was tougher. Yeah. But that first Woodley fight, when Masvidal, when Wood, Wonderboy was like in the, uh, a guillotine from hell, that I don't know how he survived that guillotine. <laughs> and he did. I thought his fucking head was going to come off. And, and he was beat up. And he came back. And some people thought he won that fight. It was a draw, I believe. So yeah, it was. Man, so now you gotta go the toughness. They're both tough, but this dude fought in Kimbo's backyard. I mean, he was one of Kimbo's guys. Yep. He was he was fighting for no money for no reason against with no training. I mean, it's a tough matchup, but I think he does stylistically match up pretty well. He's a boxer, so you got to get inside, and I think that's how you got to beat a karate guy, not stay on the outside and fight with distance. Yeah. So and he's not a dude that's scared, but they have to. They're they're gonna be striking that. I don't think Masvidal is really going to try to take down Thompson too much. I think I don't think he's really going to even be able to take him down. I think he's going to use counter boxing with his kicks like he did with Cerrone. I think that's what he's going to do to oh, close yeah. the distance. Yeah, I think he has to. I think he's going to. I think he's going to box him. You he's think Masvidal's going to win? Yeah, I think Masvidal's going to close range box him. He's going to cut that distance because he's hope able so. to. He's the kind of guy that's able to close that distance. I'll tell you though. I don't think there's a nicer person on this planet than Wonder Boy. The guy. The <laughs> I was gonna say Masvidal. And Masvidal's a pretty cool guy, actually. I, I did a I did a podcast with Kevin Lee. It was me, Kevin Lee, Colby Covington, Jeez. and Dean Thomas <laughs> in my hotel room in, in in Vegas, right? And they they thought it was like a real studio. They walked in, they're like in my hotel. They're like, "This is your fucking thing." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." They're like, "Oh, this is awesome." They're like, "That made rockstar life." There, there might have been some alleged stuff going on. Some okay, alleged. This is so. Uh, <laughs> But Masvidal couldn't. He didn't, he, he didn't want to be on the podcast. Like he was like, "Hey man, I don't. Really, and I'm not gonna like pressure Masvidal to be on my podcast in my hotel room. Like, well, you associate know, with your kind." But he was cool as shit, uh, and he was a nice dude. Uh, I got no problem with Masvidal. I think a lot of these, a lot of these fighters remind me of uh, pit bulls, where if a pit bull likes you, 
he'll do anything for you to the yeah. death. Yeah. But if he doesn't like you, you'll know it. <laughs> it seems like a, a MMA and, and like these pit bulls are like, oh no, yeah. he's the best. And some of my pit bulls are really good with babies and definitely. some are great. But like, then I could definitely like admit that I'm like an extreme person like that where I'm like, I'll either be like your super fucking best friend, like there for you, like diehard, or like your worst fucking enemy. Like I'll make yeah. you like kind of wish you could just kill yourself. I think Bisbing's <laughs> like that a little bit too. And like, I think they're really, and, yeah. Make you wish you kill yourself. Yeah. Jeez. So I, I'm picking Masvidal in this fight. I think based on Wonder Boy's last performance, also against Woodley, but both didn't engage yeah, in that that's fight. Why too. I think you know what is is now that's another reason why I picked Masvidal is because I think that first tie, that first fight with uh, Woodley with Thompson I think that put a little chink in his armor and I think that kind of I think that you know I mean took him down a little bit I think that that definitely got to him I mean here's a guy though you look at Wonderboy I mean he beat Rory McDonald uh, he made Rory look pretty bad and that was a, an ugly fight but look how good Rory is doing right now um, and Masvidal I don't think anyone's going to even face Rory in, in Bellator honestly no, I, I don't mean, think so either. He's, he's just gonna gorilla that. I want to see him versus MVP though. That's gonna be. <laughs> That's a good. He can get caught. He can definitely get he caught could. by MVP. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how good MVP is, but I can see MVP trying to catch him. Rory takes him down, just finishes him like a minute and a half, and just over. Yeah, he's a smart just, fighter. Yeah, he's he, a very smart fighter. He, 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 he knows in dangerous fights, he just gotta get out of there. Like with Paul Daly, he did not. Yeah, he did not try to make it no dangerous. Uh, fight. He he took it to him, took him down, took his back, and it was over. Yeah, That's the frustrating did. thing about Bellator, though. Is yeah, that he's not trying to make people like in the crowd go, "Oh my god, that was the best uh, fight ever." Like the frustrating thing about Bellator is that they have fighters that you literally have no idea how good they are because they keep matching them up with cans. They, they don't they don't make uh, stars the right way. They're they're way underpaying their. Anyone that's not up to a co-main event. If you look at their the well, salaries, too. I mean, they're owned by Viacom. Viacom. They should they should they should make a big investment in the fighters because these guys aren't gonna be able to stay around as long and become you know you know what I think long time fighters. I think they did that at first because Bellator I think for a while was actually shutting down. They were going down, and something happened where they got they got some big guys. I don't remember who they got. I think it was was it rounding out Fedor. Right when they signed Fedor, I think they were like paying their guys a shit ton of money. I heard they were doing some weird deals though. They were yeah. doing like deals where they could possibly get part of, like do, like a point system where if it's over like a three point share, they get like an extra five hundred grand. I know Mitrione made out big, but yeah. then but then I know Roy Nelson got forty thousand for his last fight according to the things. Like and I know that like Josh Thompson made like thirty grand or some kind of low number that he was not. No, even... I, I always look at the numbers and there's, there's always like eight guys making a grand. There's like eight or nine guys making a grand, maybe like six guys making twenty five hundred to four grand, and then like four guys making like a hundred grand. I'm like that. You know, those guys making that grand or so are not going to be able to stay around. They're definitely working another job, teaching privates. Do you know? Or sometimes you have to. Like yeah. even guys in the UFC do that all the time. But and they're letting go of some guys. You're not, like, like, you're not really pocketing like, anything. They let go of like Eric Anders. Eric Anders is like ten and zero right now in the UFC. Yeah. Who's knocking everyone out? Now, what also is killing them is the tape delay. That's the number one problem. That is the dumbest is, thing in the world. Is the that what? it airs on the East Coast, Live. and then three hours later, so you have to not be on any kind of social media. No Instagram, no Twitter, no Facebook. Bellator Kickboxing does the week, the week later. And like, then, so you know makes... who won. I mean, it's hard to watch a fight when you know who won, unless you're like the... I'm, I'm, I'm probably as big of a fight fan as there is... Uh, uh, 
I'm in, I'm in the one percent. Yeah, I mean, and it's, what's funny is like I've never even noticed that. But I always figured that if it's on whatever time the East Coast, it's the same. Time no, here, no, they're playing cops. Th- they're playing cops think, on the I West think, Coast. <laughs> I yeah. think cops crazy. I think yeah. cops gets better ratings than they would have. But there's no way the you cops. Can't, you can't take cops out of their time slot. They've been there for who knows how many years. You better off making it a Sunday or so. just figure out a date and a time. <laughs> Thursday, just make it live. It's a live. It's a live fight. There's no way. But also. You can't, cops is gonna do whatever it's gonna do. Cops is like eight year. They're playing eight year old like arrests, and and, like, it's, and it's, it's not gonna grow. Like Bellator could grow if people start getting really into it. They, it could really grow. Whereas cops gonna have the same. I would. I, it's fucking insane. I told them that too. I'm like Rich, the guy in Rich Chow. I said, Rich, I love your product, but you really you got the tape delay. What are you killing me? Well, you know, and yeah, you can watch it on the Spike app. And like, like I, I don't want to watch a fight on my Spike app. I'm like, yeah. I, yeah, I get it's 2017, but. Jesus Christ! That's like everyone has a smartphone, but you want you want convenience yeah, when you're watching play stuff. All the same fucking time every play year. at the same time, make it easy and convenient for people because you're definitely losing thousands of people. You want those More than ratings? Thousands. You're losing. Millions? I don't think millions, but, but you're losing like thousands, tens probably. of thousands yeah. of people. Tens of thousands. Even just casual casual people. And not only are you losing them, they're angry. Because now I'm angry that I know the results. And, and you're making people stay off of social media when they probably want to be on social back. media. <laughs> yeah. And they have to avoid social media just to not get the results thrown at them. It's insane. It's insane. I've, or or there's another, there's got to be, if they have a deal with Spike, maybe Spike has like MTV too. They, they have another, yep. another network. The way they, UFC does it, when it, they don't have room on uh, Fox Sports, they put on FXX. Yeah. At least they give you a place to watch it live. You know what they should have is UFC should just have their own fucking station by now. They like, tried. They almost they? did it. They almost, they were going to, G4 was going to be the UFC station. And then G4 became Esquire. And then some, and then Esquire folded too. But and then it, um, because I know that because they bought a show for me and folded. But yeah, it almost was, that was the case. All right. So Bellator, tomorrow night, uh, actually we, we just, after trashing them, they actually have a good, <laughs> they actually have a good pro- program. Uh, Zach Freeman, the guy who just knocked out Aaron Pico. He looks like a minute and a half. Um, <laughs> I know. I know there was like it's funny. There was, a, shot, there was just, an article about Bellator about how much why Bellator is terrible, and it was a lot of these same things that we're talking about, but also like the pay and this and that, and and then Zach, people were like defending Bellator, and then Zach said, "Look, I love Bellator, but everything in that article is true on Facebook," <laughs> like, and that's his employer. Uh, <laughs> so they brought it. I like Zach. They brought him in to lose to Pico, and he knocked out Pico. So. Props to him. You think Pico gets that rematch? You think he wants that rematch? I don't think he wants it right now. He just move right past it. Just uh, make it seem like it never happened. I think, uh, but this other guy I like a lot. He came to my apartment, Sadawad, with George Karakani. I watched that one. He's a new nickname because his rhyme, his name rhymes. He came in, and I had kittens in my thing. My this cat just gave birth to kittens, and he came into my bathroom and was playing with all the kittens. Aww. And he's like, man, and I'm like, yeah, the cat was outside. We took it in, and he goes, I remember that you're trying to fucking sell me one. And he goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, man, you know, I wasn't. I didn't sell one of them. I gave them all away. Oh, yeah. But he said, but he said to me, he goes, you know how a person is when how they treat animals. And I was like, oh, that's, that's actually like a, this dude's pretty cool. I like this that's guy. I like this guy. Uh, he's a great fighter. And I think he's gonna he's gonna beat Zach Freeman. Zach Freeman lost his fight before Pico to a guy that like everybody beats, whose nickname is the Librarian. He's actually a pretty good fighter. He's in yeah, the UFC. I heard that. I heard that Zach Freeman was kind of like a uh, tomato can. It wasn't a tomato can, but he lost to a guy called the librarian. What's the guy? What's fuck, what's the guy's name? Uh, but the guy. Uh, it's has got thirty fucking fights. David Mashal beat him. Um, yeah, I think Saad should win this fight. 
Uh, he, that, there should be no reason Zach should win this fight. <laughs> Zach, you better not win. <laughs> but he might win. I mean, this is, this is fine. <laughs> There's no reason, but he may win. <laughs> I just think that I just think it's a different level. There's levels to this shit, you know. Uh, not that I don't like Zach. He might or might not lose. Most likely, <laughs> but he might or might not lose. But the most I, political answer ever. <laughs> what? <laughs> he might win. He may win, but he probably has no reason to win. But well, there's, 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 <laughs> I can't find a good reason for him to win. So I mean, we, we've all seen fights like that where like there's no reason that this person should win, but they win. Uh, I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I say I, every I, time about Clay Guida. Oh, you don't think he should ever win? <laughs> he lost. Like, to, he the guy lost to Jake <laughs> Lindsay. Ja- you know Jake Lindsay? His nickname is The Librarian. Uh, he, shouldn't lo- he, he lost in one round, but that was 2013. So it was, it was a long time ago. But Jake Lindsay, uh, his, his record is... Uh, fuck, what's Jake? Jake Lindsay's record. Uh, of course. Yeah, sure dog's a dick like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, Jake, uh, MMA math, they say it doesn't, um, doesn't work and yada, yada, yada. But still, Jake Lindsay... The li- if your nickname is The Librarian, really... Uh, I'm gonna study these fights are uh, Penn State, right? He's these tw- fights are 12, at Penn State, eight. right? What? These fights are at Penn State, right? Yeah, he, yeah. Jason Lindsay lost his last four to five. Dude, he's twelve and eight. He lost uh, Jason Witt, David Mashad, Dakota Cochran, Dakota Cochran twice. Dakota Cochran's really good. He's good. He is good. Yeah, he's pretty. He good. is good. He lost he to beat, Joe he beat Jamie Varner a long time ago, and when Jamie Varner was still yeah, pretty. James Vick beat him to get on the show. Oh man. What? Dakota? Yeah. After James Vick beat him. I, well, it was the funniest conversation. Decision, right? In life. Uh, yeah, because yeah. it was just two rounds. I'll tell you, or it was just one round. But I think, Jake Lindsay, really like I said, he's twelve and eight. Crazy. But he started out. That was so stressful. One ten minute round. But he started out nine and zero. Oh. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, but then he lost to John Tuck, his first big fight. So uh, anyway, uh, who else is on this card? Phil Davis. Phil Davis again. Leo Liete. Who the hell is that? I you know, Leo Liete is good. Is he? He's ten and zero. Yeah. He's twelve and zero. 10. 10 he looks like a he looks like a older man version of Vitor. Mm. So, like a weathered version of Vitor. <laughs> if that if the reason such uh, things uh, Vitor, right? yeah. So Leo Liete, eight time Brazilian champion, four time world champion, Jiu Jitsu, uh, two time world, world Cup champion. Fuck. Uh, he was the legacy FC champion. Uh, has not really beat anyone with. Uh, that I could even recognize or has a clickable Wikipedia. So, All right, I got Phil Davis in this one. I thought Phil <laughs> Davis beat Ryan Bader. That was a, a robbery. He just doesn't match up well against Bader, but he won both those fights against Ryan Bader. Yeah. You? I'm going, I'm going Davis, too. Did you think he beat Bader? Yeah, I think so, too. I did. You I think, think he, he beat did. Bader? I think. Uh, no, I, I had Bader on that one. Really? I think Phil Davis... I gave, just, it was so close. It, it, it was not an sure. exciting fight at all. He just looks like... I think the way Phil Davis looks, you see this huge, ripped black guy, and you assume he's going to beat the fuck out of anyone. And when he doesn't dominate... And he's like, such a nice guy, though. People then go, yeah. oh, he lost a round. But it's like, if he had some gut and looked like a schlub, they would give him more rounds. You should go Roy Nelson style, <laughs> go up to heavyweight, just... But Ryan, but Phil Davis is a guy that, like... Talk about like freak too. That dude is like born with like freakish ability. Yeah, yeah widest yeah. shoulders ever. Yeah, dude, he he had one of my favorite. Yeah, he's shaped like a superhero. He shape. really is. <laughs> he had one of my favorite interviews ever. Was he, he was wrestling in college, and he's in the NCAA finals, Penn State, and he's he's winning, and they cut to like you know the picture in picture. They do a clip of him. And they do oh we, we interviewed him, and he's like yeah you know my hobbies include like you know running blah 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 and knitting. 
Uh, me, and my, <laughs> me and my friends, we have a knitting team, and we just knit away. It's one of our favorite things to do in the world. We just, we just, we love making sweaters. And, and then they were like, there was this like awkward pause, and they were like, I think he was having fun with us. Like, <laughs> and like, I, I laughed. Phil Davis got over on us. On that I, one. Oh, and I asked Phil about that. He's like, they asked me the dumbest questions ever. So I was oh like, I'm God. just going to fuck with them. Give them the so dumbest funny. answers. Yeah. Phil Davis is a good guy. You talk about a guy who like, Easily right now in the UFC. Could he be the champion at 205? Who's the 205 champion right now? Uh, Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier? Could he beat Cormier? No. No? Maybe, no. But it would be a good fight? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, who are, you look at his losses. Phil Davis's only loss that wasn't a split decision that you couldn't argue that he won was against Anthony Johnson. Everybody else. Yeah. The Bader losses... The I think he lost a little nog, right? Or he beat little nog. Uh, Phil beat nog, I thought. Yeah, he beat Glover. Uh, I thought he beat Bader. He beat a lot of like top guys. He beat Gustafson. He he yeah, he, he was the only one that beat him for a he, while until Jones. I mean, he never it, got to fight John. But the thing yeah. about yeah, he's making a lot more money in Bellator, and I'm happy. But I don't know what this Leo Liete is. I don't I don't, I don't know why he's getting that that shot. But who else is on the card? Uh, one of the best uh, college wrestlers of all time, Ed Ruth. Oh, uh, me. Uh, uh, Ed, Ed, Ed Ruth against Chris Dempsey. Yep. Who's Chris Dempsey? Okay, uh, he's eleven and five. Ed, Ed Ruth should kill him, but Bellator sometimes. Yeah, I think I think Ed Ruth has three wins with three TKO finishes, all in Bellator. I think he made his Bellator debut there. Which so. is also very dangerous. Not, I understand signing. They Bellator. What they should have done is ah, maybe not. You know, they they sign these guys. Like Bubba Jenkins. So he fought in the UFC. He uh, lost to Adam Hunter? You yes. kicked his ass? I did. I fucked him up. He really, really did. Yeah, Adam go. Hunter is a guy in Canada. If that is your real name. Who got popped. No, it's Adam Greenberg. But Adam Hunter, <laughs> this Adam Hunter, made the UFC, <laughs> right? The this dude right here is He beat Canada. Eddie Gordon, though. That's a, that's a, pretty, Ooh, good, that's really? a pretty good guy to is beat. Is that a race car driver? No, he, like, he's the one of the guys that won the Ultimate it's Fighter. Jeff Gordon. It's Jeff Gordon. That, oh, Jeff he, Gordon. that, that tall black guy that won the Ultimate <laughs> Fighter. Uh, Eddie Gordon's good. This is a tough match for Edward. Former Gladiators of the Cage champion. So that's a, that's a big plus to him. But anyway, so Adam Hunter was a guy who made the UFC and then got popped for like every steroid you could imagine. <laughs> so then Way to he, go, Adam. Then people were hitting me up going, how could you? Like, <laughs> like I, I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> the UFC, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> people were like, uh, you let me down, man. Like, like, you finally got it. Congratulations. And then they're hitting him up going, great show last night. Like, he's like, I'm not a comedian. It was just really, oh my God, that's so funny. Lo- yeah. Local guy, two-time All-American at, at uh, University of Pittsburgh. So Whoa. Re- wrestling, he'll be able to hang a little bit with the wrestling. Ed Ruth is another level. Uh, I don't particularly know how well it translates into MMA. He hasn't really fought another wrestler. I'm gonna lean towards Dempsey then. Ah, uh, if he beat, but he's been knocked out four of his last five fights. Ooh, so that's uh, not, not the best uh, mm. thing. And uh, Ed Ruth is, is fighting. Ed Ruth throw a punch. Uh, I believe he I, he's been near MMA for a long time. He's been coaching a lot of people uh, for MMA for a long time. By the way, Zach Freeman, if you're listening. Uh, good luck in your fight. <laughs> oh my god, what a traitor this guy is! <laughs> I hope you, you should win, but probably not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, so fuck. Ed Ruth should win this fight, but you know this is a bad Bellator. Was, this is a bad. This is bad Dempsey. matchmaking and Bellator's thing because you're giving a guy with what 14 fights, beating Ultimate Fighter champion, All American wrestler against a guy who's three and zero. They should give him a guy who's so what two and one. 
Don't give a guy with 15 fights versus 3-0. and uh, I don't really think records matter that much. He's probably had 300 wrestling matches, which yeah. doesn't particularly translate. I'd, but he's, I'd put up more momentum. He's fighting like, at Penn State. He was a Penn State wrestler. You don't think that's what happened with Pico? Is they put a guy with like 15 fights against a guy 0 That's a debut, though. That's a little different. He's already 3-0 and in Bellator. Mm, all and right. It's Aaron so. Pico. Yeah, Aaron Peek. You see how well that worked out. He, was for a, him. he almost made it to the exactly. Olympics. He almost made it to the Olympics. Yeah, as, a, right. as a kid. Oh well, almost. I'm gonna go like Dempsey just Gene because says, I think he might have a, a fight advantage, like MMA. You think Chris Dempsey's gonna win? Come on, maybe an MMA advantage on no, him. I think Ed Ruth is gonna win, but uh, plus Ruth. he's black. Uh, true, true. <gasps> racist. These guys, these guys are tough. <laughs> what do you mean those guys alright you, you know yeah, of course I'm kidding I mean, those guys I, I, you I, guy you know I mean every black person right, okay so, so even the white ones alright Emily Ducote this girl McFarland's tough she's Hawaiian she's undefeated she's strong she's, she's hot uh, but Ducote's pretty good also this is a, this is a rematch right uh, let's, uh, let's 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 let's, let's dive into one, it <laughs> Mm. I can see the records. I'm pretty sure this is a rematch. And I'm pretty sure that uh, nobody's talking about this, this upcoming fight on Friday, except people that maybe are at Penn State. Uh, who's, is, this, is this the code? Yeah, she's... Record? Fr- uh, no, she, it, it, it is a rematch uh, back from December 2016 from uh, Bellator 167. Uh, Who won? Uh, she, uh, the undefeated girl, McFarlane. Yeah, not the code. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but that's pretty cool. She's had most of her fights in Bellator. She's 5-0 and in Bellator. Uh, is this a title fight or no? Here's what you do. Bellator, listen up. If you're listening, make a tournament <laughs> with these girls. No, make it a TV show. Nobody knows who and these girls are. And then make it a porn. Nobody knows. I see where you're going. Yes, it's the flyweight title fight. It's a Nobody fl- knows who these girls are. But I like McFarlane. I like that girl that fought uh, last weekend, the girl, uh, something, Williams. The, the, the girl that beat the boxer? Yeah. She, yeah. she was super impressive. One of the best. Uh, Best female striking I've seen. Really? Really tight, yeah. And she fought an amazing boxer and was lighting her up with her hands. Yeah, yeah, that was a good fight. Yeah, and kicked, her, cool. kicked her in the head. They, they were, that girl, her face you know. just like fucking mutilated. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That, that was know. a girl that's never, ever lost the one she beat. She, she was like 21-0 in pro boxing. Damn. But then she was like 7-0 in kickboxing and then 1-0 in MMA and got a lot of women, A lot of female fighters, they're getting like all this attention after like one or two fights, and it's like Ew. I understand why that girl should because she's Cause she's like, gonna go in the boxing hall of fame. That girl probably, but no, she's not. The girl that lost, he's not going to the boxing hall of fame. I don't see why not. She's she's like twenty one uh, or twenty four. These something. two Olympian girls that came to my show, I don't know. They they were saying they that like I don't know. I she never lost. Uh, really? In boxing, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's uh, just say she might make it, but she probably won't. Okay, my, my bad, guys. My bad. <laughs> Have you been to the Boxing Hall of Fame? It's so the most depressing though. Hall of Fame, by the way, that Boxing Hall Where of Fame. Where is that? In like Cleveland or something? No, it's like, like I said, upstate New York. No, I've never been to that. But it's pretty... Uh, Probably tiny. It's pretty fucking... All right, anybody who else is on this card? A lot of old boxing gloves. Uh, Bader and... Oh, this guy. I like this guy. This is a good fight. Yeah. Linton Vassell, Ryan Bader for the title. Ryan Bader is the champion. Vassell, uh, wasn't he the champion at some point? Vassell won his last fight against the guy that, um, that big tall guy from England that, uh, that beat uh, somebody good. Uh, Vassell, <laughs> Vassell lost to King Mo. And, yes. and that, but that was that a close tournament. fight. That tournament. It was, it was the, he was part of that right? tournament. But he beat somebody. Against so he's Jerry. fought twice. For, yeah, he, he lost to Emmanuel Newton. Yeah. That, that was a great fight. A five-round five war. No, he beat Newton. 
right? Uh, he lost, and he beat Newton. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then he lost to uh, King Mo, but he, he he beat Liam. Yeah, pretty easily too. Former champ. Yep. Um, and I thought everyone thought Liam was the next big thing. And Francis Carmont was a big win. He he's as Bellator veteran as as you could possibly be. He's he's been around for quite a bit. Um, hasn't really beat anyone too big of name before he got into Bellator. But yeah. hey. He's he's very tough. Uh, definitely a tough fight for Bader. Uh, I think Bader beats him. I think Bader's just beaten. I think just the guys that Bader's fought. Although Vassell has time, struggled with the wrestling, he definitely has. And Bader sometimes fights like such an idiot. Yeah, like he does. when he fought Anthony Johnson, might have been the worst game plan I've <laughs> ever seen in my life. Just fall into one. <laughs> but when you when, when you're across from Johnson, you might have a game plan. They say fight, you're like, and the game plan just gone. Very true. Yeah. Gone. That's like it's like when you're banging a really hot chick. You're like, don't come, and then you're like, uh, it's over. It's too uh, late. Uh, but even Machida, Bader had a bad game plan against Machida too. Uh, he sometimes like has, I, I don't know what who's his, his coach is, but I, but I, I think he beats Vassell. I think he beats Vassell. Unfortunately, I think the only guy. That could beat Bader in this weight class is Phil Davis, Davis. and th- no one's going to make that fight again. They'll, they'll make that fight again if he wins uh, the next one. I don't. I, see, so. I don't see they'll why. Have to. Who, who do you have? Who, who do you have? You could Tito. You do Tito Bader. God, I uh, Tito which could which could be interesting because they're wrestlers and. Well, they're trying to make Chael versus Chuck. Yeah, I, I interviewed, really I interviewed Chuck happen, a couple dude. weeks Chuck, ago. Chuck, stay out, dude. Don't I interviewed do Chuck, Chuck a couple weeks ago. Uh, the night uh, at the hologram fighting, yeah. I, I came from that uh, Smash Global, and he was over there, and he he said he'd fight Chuck, he'd fight Tito. He'd, <laughs> he'd fight Chael or Tito. Who do you think wins, uh, Chael or Chuck? I got Chuck. Really? Yeah. I picked Chuck, too. Yeah. Chuck, I, I mean, I don't, you don't do it, Chuck. It's not worth it, I mean, bro. Don't <laughs> do it, but you're, I think you should win. I think you should do it, but I don't, don't do it. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, I understand where you're coming from because it seems like his chin is probably the his Achilles heel right now, and Chuck doesn't hit that hard. Yeah, but you won't have to hit Chuck that hard right now. Yeah, that's the thing. Also, but that ground and pound by Chael could take Chuck apart. No, it could yeah. But could he get Chuck even down? And will he keep Chuck down? Because I've seen Chuck. He kind of limps now. I mean, he's not <laughs> exactly. He? He, he, I don't know. He's not in the greatest shape. Because Chucky actually used to be a really pretty decent wrestler. He was very good wrestler. Very good wrestler. College wrestler. wrestler. A lot of people, yep. He started off wrestling. And, well, he got great um, takedown defense. Combo, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, well, that's our Bellator card, our UFC card. That's good. Any, any other fi- any other fight promotions got anything going on? Uh, I know. That, I think. Uh, I'm sure. What's his name has a thing? LFC, LFA. Has some shit, I'm sure. Last week, what's the name for, for the, uh, uh, the the thing? And I watched it for the in Rhode Island. The guy that used to, the guy that beat up the terrorist, the guy that beat up the guy who broke the nose, <laughs> the guy, the black guy who used to be in the UFC, who broke the nose of the marathon bomber when they sparred. There was a uh, a black, uh, Jake Ellenberger beat him. Look up Ellenberger. Uh, he 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 boxed with the guy from. Um, that guy. I actually just watched that movie, Patriots Day. Have you seen it? No. It's a really good movie. With Wahlberg? Yeah, it's about that bombing. It's a really good movie. Uh, Ellenberg, look up Ellenberg's earlier fights against this black guy who fought in the Rhode Island last week for the CES. He fought for CES. Uh, He seemed like a nice guy, too. Going pretty far back. They all do, don't they? You got Jay Heron. You got it was, uh, it, was, it was before Jay Heron. Well, Jose Landy, John Pele. No, he knocked out Pele. Uh, John Howard, probably. John Howard. Yeah, John That's Howard exactly. fights up there a lot. That's John where he's Howard. from. Yes, 
I saw a John Howard fight there, actually, after a comedy show. I went downstairs, and he was fighting, and this girl that used to be in the WWE as, like an, as a ring girl was like hitting on me, and uh, she was like what, what an interviewer, and she was so hot, and I had a girlfriend, and I, I was faithful, and then we broke up, and I'm what like, joy, that's yeah. the problem about like breaking up with a girlfriend and passing up on chicks, is that in your head, you think of all the chicks you could have fucked. Dude, trust me, I know I Yeah, if you that. live in the past, man, you're just <laughs> jerking off all the time. Yeah, that's a good point. So uh, anyway, any update <laughs> on you? In the present, you do too. Sometimes. Do you have a girlfriend now? Anyway? No, I don't. I'm just single, Vince. Are you on Tinder or Bumble? No, I'm just dating myself. Nice. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking strange. Staying faithful. <laughs> yes. uh, no, I'm honestly just training right now and doing working on my school and training. You're banging. I'm trying. To you're get banging fight. somebody. I'm banging broads, but. But well, okay, well, and where are you meeting them? I don't know. Just Bumble, Tinder. What? I'm not like a. I'm not like the kind of guy that like goes on apps and stuff. If I, I'll meet a chick and I'll think, oh, you're cool. What's up? Let's hang out. Why wouldn't you put your UFC picture of you on your Bumble? You would get so much ass. I don't know. It'd be a distraction though. Uh, yeah. Uh. It's kind of a. I don't know. Honestly, like the truth be told is like I, I really like them, but I hate girls at the same time because they're fucking annoying. Like they get in, they bother, they bother my. My finely tuned machine that I call my life. So you're, you're a feminist. <laughs> that I have going. Which is nice. Uh, no, That's true. I, I, I like your I like your your style of girl though. Like every time I see you with a girl, she's like glasses and like looks like nerdy, <laughs> hot nerdy, but like sleeve tattoos. Yeah, it, dude. It, 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 I know. I got a sickness. That's <laughs> that's your chick of a chick that like is obviously like hates her dad, uh, but it's smart and probably was like a. Uh, an English major. Uh, yeah. and I love assholes because I'm just such a dick. And it's not doing anything with their degree. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's your style. And you? That's uh, <laughs> your style. Andrew, you still with your girl? Yeah, my, so my girl's well? still in Minnesota, chilling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, doing, doing really well. I see her on FaceTime. Uh, Are you guys having FaceTime sex? Uh, not really. I, 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 I was like, Oh, come on, bro. I just want to. And then she does. She's like, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, I'm like come on. It is hard though because you're like, come on, up against the screen like a sometimes. Sometimes she'll be kind of into it for the most part, and she's just like, "I'll see you in a couple weeks." The worst one is like you finish so early having Facetime sex, and your girl's like, "That's it." I'm like, "Well, I know my hand a lot better than you." (laughs) You just gotta keep your hand moving off screen. (laughs) Of course, I'm on the road all the time. That's how you. You just gotta keep your hand moving. One time, I do it all the time, but it's hard because there's a box where you can see yourself masturbating. Yeah, yeah. You should be able to turn that off. You should be able to turn that off. You look at you, and you're like. Oh, that's me. I screenshotted my girl's boobs and I'm in the corner. Like, like I'm like, I can't look at this. I was like, Oh, yeah. Like, you see your own face? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it, it like, does ruin it. Looking at you doing it, you're like, How could you possibly be a creep again? in the corner? God yeah. Damn. You ever seen that meme that's like uh, what girls see when you're on top and it's like Wonder Woman? She's like, Oh, she's got like this total, this hot like look on her yeah. face like she's about to get railed. And then it's like you look up and it's all what she sees and it's Batman. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> I don't know how every girl found a lesson. It's so good. It's so good, dude. Let me see if I can fly that it, shit. It, like, if I, I don't understand how every chick in the world is on a lesbian based on like what guys look like. If I was a chick, I'd probably be a lesbian. Oh, yeah. Me too. Absolutely. Let's see if we can I'd be find such that. a whore if I was a chick. I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like a dog, a little pink thing hanging out. Yeah. Oh my god, are you finding? Where it? is it? Uh, he's looking at Batman porn. This is gonna take forever. Listen, people. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not porn unless they're okay. It might be porn. So Andrew, what do you have coming up uh, this weekend? We got Fight Party Live Saturday night. We're covering uh, UFC two seventeen. Uh, who be, is it? Be me, Eve Edwards, Mike Truesdale, and uh, 
some other. I've talked to some UFC fighters. No confirmations yet, but uh, it's kind of like Fight Companion. We watch it live and we drink beers. We have a chef that cooks food for us. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. No, it's pretty fun. And uh, in the next couple of weeks, we're getting wrestling mats so we can like drunkenly show the moves that the fighters either did oh, wrong or that's something. That's going to go well. Okay. Uh, yep. And, yep. and Vince, what do you got coming up? Uh, I'm looking for a fight. Who wants to fight me? You should do that show. Look, I kind of wanted. To, I honestly wanted to fight uh, December 30th in Vegas for Vegas uh, because of what had happened, and then plus it's New Year's. I wanted to party out there and you know give something back to them. But we'll see, Sean Shelby. Hopefully, you give me something on that night, Sean Shelby. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking for a fight. I want to fight. I've been trying to fight since my last one. I have no idea why I don't have another fight yet. Um, school kind of got in the way a little bit, but I got past it again. So I'm looking for a fight, man. I want to fight in December. Guys at home, hit up Sean Shelby, hashtag Vince Michelle. Give Vince a fight. Give give Vince a fight. Uh, Next Tuesday, next Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I'll be performing in Maui. I got shows in Maui next week uh, in Hawaii. I would love to see my Hawaiian friends. I know I'm going to see Kendall Grove. Uh, This Saturday night, I'm at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood at 9.15. And Friday night, I'm at the Ha Ha uh, in uh, Toluca Lake. Um, So, yeah, check that out. And... uh, we can start doing this show live, too, if you guys yeah. want to join the chat, if you can get your, your fans over here to watch this live. I'm willing to uh, give you guys a live feed, live chat, polls, everything. We can make this interactive show. You could do that? Yes. Yeah. This dude's, uh, he's, he's, he's changing the game. So I found th- it. Thank you all for... Uh <laughs> that is, that's amazing. See, <laughs> the guy see Wonder Woman and the guy... Yeah, that is great. Uh, <laughs> So good. <laughs> so thank you for having uh, me here, and thank you guys. Thank you, Pluto TV. I uh, hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.